Come on, everybody get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. Hit you with no delaying, so what you saying, yo? Silly with uh. the nine milli, what the dilly, yo? Sure. When I be on that, I guess I do my duty, yo. Okay. While up in the club, like we while in the studio, you don't wanna violate, nigga, really and truly, yo. My main thug, nigga, named Julio, he moody. Yo. Hold up one second. Can you actually speed that up? Start from the top and like speed Buster? that motherfucker up. You ready? Um, okay. No. A little okay. faster than I Hit you with no delaying. So what you saying, yo? Uh. Silly with the nine milli, what the dilly, yo. Cheer. When I be on up, I guess I do my duty, yo. Okay. While up in the club, like we while in the studio, mm. you don't wanna violate, your nigga, really and truly, yo. My main thug, nigga, named Julio, he moody, yo. Yep. Type of nigga that I slap you with the Tulio. <laughs> Bitch, nigga. Get the debt, axe Coolio. Yep. Fuck that. Look at Shorty, she a little cutie. Only way she shake it, make me wanna get all in the Coolio. Hey, Coolio. Type Miss Bissing and banging in the studio. Like, sorry. I get listen. Get up in that booty, yo. I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> I'm. I'm. You, you back from Dominican Republic? I'm I thinking, am. I'm thinking that you got a new booty. Why would I get a new booty? I went there with booty. I'm thinking you went down there. Wait one second. Let me hit you with something. I'm dropping them bass. So ah we we. Hey. I rock for a free. Not for free. Not for free. But maybe I do it for charity. Hey. Got my employer or my employee making Greg on ICE very M-A-D. Don't ever, ever think of jerking me. You know what? I work too hard for my royalty. I put lead in your ass and drink a cup you of You killing tea. it right now. Peace to Red Alert and hey. Kid Capri. Whoop. Okay, okay. No, I no, feel no. like we battling now. No, we ain't battling. But anyway. <laughs> I went to DR. I had a lot of fun. But... I did something that we didn't think any black person could do. What, not get if, your ass uh, shots while you were down in the Dominican Republic? Okay, so I did the second thing okay. that we didn't think a black person could do, and I got a sunburn. Really? Well, I'll be honest with you. Right now, you're looking very Dominican-ish. Oh, Al, yeah. when I was out there, they, they, they thought I was Dominican. I'm changing your name to Nilda. No. Nilda. I can't be, I can't be Senorita Lisa. Lisa's my ex-wife. I don't ever want to hear that. Because they call me name. Melissa when I was out there. Melissa, Melissa. That means who? No, it don't. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought, you sure? No, it means honeybee. Okay, honeybee? Yes. Is that what it really means? Yes. We have a Spanish person in the building. No, there? that's what, first of all, Melissa is not a Spanish name. Okay. That's just how they pronounce it. It's derived from the Greek language. Thank you. Well, we'll get back to your Dominican trip and you going down there to get your uh, butt or boobs looked at. I didn't. Or your nipples arranged or something like that. Not only, nothing got looked at. I mean, <laughs> I, it's me. Everything got looked at. I'm sure, but I'm not sure by Dominican a guys are like, hey, mira, mira. You know? We shut that island down. I'm sure you did. Now let me make some. Was it all inclusive? Did you get all the drinks? It was all inclusive, and we found Dominican weed. See, but the problem, the problem with all inclusive to me is, and I love Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, you I sound like, like you've been there more than one time. Multiple times. Oh, it's in a four. Like I fucked everything when I went down there. The towel lady. <laughs> I banged everybody. I even like, let me tell you something. I come home. I was sending corninware, like pots, like to to grow like. I never forget. I was messing with this one girl down there, man, and 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 we hit it off, man. And as soon as she got off, I met her at her house. But like when I went to her living conditions, I was like, damn, man. Like, oh, cause she lived outside yeah, of the resort. Yeah, because she worked for the hotel, so she couldn't do like come to the room. It was hotel, like she, she, everybody. She lose her job, you right. know. So we, I went to like her place, and like you no, know, the living conditions were How did really. How you get to her place? I took a cab. See what happened was I met I met somebody there 
that he, I think he already knew my style. Mm-hmm. And I, he, I, I told him, like, yo, I'll hit you with a 20. You know, like, you know, you keep right. it. You know, he, like, this guy took me to the strip club. He had took me all over. He was like an, an, like an escort. You know what oh. I mean? So, so. So you was hanging out with a, with a male thot? Like no, a, no, no, a male no, no, prostitute? No, no, no. He was no, an escort. Fucking, no, 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 you're not listening. He was, he was making sure I was good. I was with a multiple <laughs> amounts of people. He made sure you was good. But when I was messing with that girl, I went to her house. And like I said, it was just a really fucked up living location. And I was like, damn. So anyway, like, as I'm talking to her and caressing her, you know, and, and, and getting ready to just, to, you know. You was giving her cariño. Yeah, I was getting ready to give her the, the, the you know, rice and beans. And, and, and I was like, you know, I, I wound up just giving it to her. And it, it was good, man. She, was, she had some good pussy, most definitely, uh, from Dominican Republic. They like it in the butt, I heard, Latina. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't doing that because I felt like if I did that, there could be a chance like that, uh, you know, I would die earlier than I wanted. Because you didn't use a condom because, like, how do you say condom in Spanish? This is why I didn't do anything while I was out there because I didn't plan for it, so I didn't have, like, utensils. And I'm like, do I call the front desk and ask utensils for... Utensils for what? For them... Like, a con... Like, like sex... For safe sex, First, you're supposed to bring fucking condoms I did. You. Like, I just finished saying, I we did not anticipate having sex out there. Okay. And well, even while we were out there, like, we wasn't, like, on the prowl, but... Well, let me explain Hypothetically speaking, I was like, well, if we did meet someone and want to do something... Like how do where, where do you go? There's no Dwayne Reed. Just let him slip it in. Don't worry no. about it. Just let him get right up in there. And you know what he'll say once he gets up in there? Esta loca, <laughs> Dali Webo. I no. thought Dame Chocha. Why he want Webo? I'm not. I didn't get anything cut off while I was I out know. there. I'm I was still know. a female. I don't know. But listen, let me tell you about this Dominican girl. So uh, we wound up smashing. And it was good. And then, like, she gave me her number. I'll never forget. She, like, this is back, like, when they had, like, them little-ass Nokia phones, those Nokia flip joints. So she gave me her number. And, like, she was like, yo, I just felt so bad when I got home. She was like, you, can you send me something? I'm like, what do you want? And she's like, she wants a new, t- like, corning wear. So What's I, that? Like, you know, oh, like, okay. like pots. Right. So I had sent her a whole set because what happened was. She had was, a good box. Now, you know what happened? She wanted to go make me something, and her pot was all fucked the fuck up. And you Italian, so you And I was like, nah, man. I was like, so so after that, I was like, yo, what I'm really going to do is send you some corn and wear. You know what I mean? You don't know about pots? I know about pot. No, not pot. Oh, you mean like cooking. Okay, so I I know about cooking, but I don't have like a set of pots. I just have like, you know. We, you know, just up so how do you cook? That. How do you cook eggs? You don't cook it on a skillet. Yeah, so that's a pot. But you're, I'm talking about like pot sets, so I don't know like pots the, and pans. What I the do, fuck? but you're at, you made it seem like like I'm Martha Stewart or something. You asked me like, oh, you know about the cornerstone pots? Do you know about the no, like corn and where? Isn't that what it's called? You never heard of corn and where? Because you go to Macy's and get your pots. I just got my pots from my grandmother old pot or the pot that was like. I don't have a set of pots. So I don't your, know about your grandmother sent you a. a I have a cast iron flower pan. pot. I have a wok, mm-hmm. and then the wok came with this I like fuck real with the big. Woks. Yeah, I have the, the wok came with a real big like uh, Teflon pan, mm-hmm. so it's like nonstick. Mm-hmm. And then I have like my little pots, and then I have a steamer. But these are all like so. One is nonstick. One is just like regular metal. Like there's not a set of pots, so I'll, I it may be cornerware, but I don't know. Miss, yeah. listen, this we finally found, I don't know, the kind of pots. Because you got people that buy pots but don't even know how to cook. I know how to cook. Miss it doesn't L- matter what M- kind of pot it is. Miss Lissa don't know. Don't do that. So what else? What else happened in Dominican Republic? Okay, so I went zip lining. Mm-hmm. And I'm really afraid of heights. So for me. How do they hold all that ass up in the air? 
<laughs> I took a picture, but it took two harnesses, a safety harness, some clips. Seat belt. A seat fucking belt. Fucking car seat. A, 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 a big glove, just in case, you know, because you're on the wire. Mm-hmm. So I can break, because, you know, all it is, extra cake is kind of heavy. Yeah. And... <laughs> They do it in like little spurts. So the first one is not so bad, but again, I'm afraid of heights. So any like, if I look outside of a project window, if you're like on the 13th floor, I might get a little nervous. Like I'm afraid of heights. So as we're making our way up to the first one, I'm praying, I'm nervous, and then we did it, and I was still scared. So we got to the the third one, which was like one of the highest like in all of like the zip lining you can do, like going to Costa Rica or any other place. This spot in the Dominican Republic was one of the highest. It was 800 feet in the air. So when we got there, as we're climbing up the stairs, I'm panicking. I'm, like, flustered. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my Are you palms, afraid of heights? Yes, like, mm-hmm. definitely. So why would you go do it if you were afraid of heights? Because it was my friend's birthday, and that's what she wanted to do. And although... Yeah, but that's peer pressure. You're too old to be doing no, peer No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't peer pressure. What I took it as was a challenge for me to take on something that I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. And I was using that to help me just, like, in achieving goals. Like, if I could do this, I could do something. I could do anything. You yeah, know, I agree with that. I'm really afraid of this. So for me to push myself to do that was, like, epic. And even as I did it, so it's so high up and it's so long. Pause. And we're going Good down. Pause. <laughs> pause. And we're going down. And... I start tearing up, Pete, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking it's the velocity and the wind and the speed and all these other things. And I get to the bottom and I ask everyone else, like, did you guys tear up? And they're like, no, bitch, you were crying. So I got so scared I kind of cried. Mm-hmm. But in the end of all... Like real tears? Like real tears. Like, really? Yes. Like they were just spewing from my eyes. Like my cheeks were like... When I, when I got to the bottom, like my face was soaked. Pause. And... I didn't want to do it again, <laughs> but was I, a, I was happy I did it. That was one of the times where your face was soaked and it wasn't a, a X-ray. Don't do that because I don't like those things. I don't. What, what do you mean those things? I don't like to like get people, splashed no? off on my face. Never. Mm-mm. But where could it go? In in a handkerchief. It could go in a handkerchief. In your hand. My my mom listens to this show. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Mama knows. <laughs> you, she, your girl does drink that uh, margarita Budweiser. Thought mm, juice. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so don't do that. Yeah, she does. But listen, anyway. A little bit. We'll get more into this Dominican uh, Republic trip that you took down there. Um, you know, more so in the episode. But did you miss me? I didn't miss you. I didn't really miss you. You definitely missed me. Uh, not so much. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But you know what I really enjoyed? Last week's episode. I was just going to get on that. Like a Andrew. Leak. He killed Uncle Hezzy Schultz. Where did he get that name from? What? Young Hezzy? Yo, he got that from, uh, I think, when he battled Jason Williams, uh, the ex-ball oh. player that used to play on the Bulls. Um, he played him on a one-on-one, I believe, right? Ain't that how he got that joint? Yeah, so. Um, anyway, shout-out to Andrew Schultz. That was a great episode. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, having to listen to that episode and really just hearing what the internets were thinking had me thinking that I really wanted, you know, being that I love comedy so much and I love making people laugh and just laughing, I'm like, man, we got to have some more comedians up in here. Just because, like, I feel like they bring out the best in me, you know? And, and, and that episode was funny as fuck. You know, I enjoyed, like, every, you know, little thing that we spoke about. Whether it be, you no, know, the phone call with Aunt Barbara or just, you know, anything. I really enjoyed that episode. I definitely. really enjoyed having you be around someone else who has no filter. 
And because, like, usually, like, you're the guy who kind of, like, pushes the envelope and, like, ruffles people's feathers and makes people uncomfortable. So for him... Well, all comfortable. Yeah, more on. So for him to be talking to your aunt Barbara and offer her some side dick and all of those other things that he did, I know, like, even though you were laughing, like, a little bit, like, you was kind of like... I'll fucking kill this man. Like, don't talk to my aunt like that. But, like... For a was... second, for a second, I said, yo, uh, <laughs> Hezzy could get the cement shoes. <laughs> right. Fucking call Uncle Tony. He'll be walking out his west side apartment with a fucking pastrami sandwich in his hand. Bang! That's it. Right over the head. Easton bat. <laughs> Next thing you know, we put him in the back of a fucking caddy, Andrew Schultz. And, uh, you know, we'll leave him in there for a couple of days. Right, and then we drop him off at Charlemagne's house so he know it's real. Yeah, we'll put him right in a fucking hefty glad bag. And we have Uncle Hezzy in the hefty. Yeah, Uncle Hezzy in the hefty, that's what we do. But no, nah, nah, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed it, like I said, and I look forward to doing more with comedians, you know. I definitely look forward. But, yeah, you know what's so funny? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that uh, the internet's really enjoyed that episode. So you read the comments? No, I, I read some of them. I mean, I try not to read all the comments, but I do appreciate anybody who does comment. Right. See, here's the thing. Like, yo, internet, when you're listening to this, and as soon as you hear me say this, if you fuck with the show, leave a comment so I could at least know that, like, you really fuck with the show. You know, because it's like, you know, when you start looking at numbers and you just see, like, it's like robotic. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know who's listening. I mean, we do get, like, stats of, like, where the people are. And I, I, we mentioned international. I mean, there's so many... Um, all over the uh, cities and different states and, you know, but leave a comment, man, so we know it's real, you know? I find myself, like, looking at the Twitter responses more than the comments because, like, it's an accident. Like, oh, I'm going through my notifications and I'll see, like, oh, this person said blah, blah, blah. But um, I feel like those are always more positive than negative. And I told you, like, I had to get out of the comments because I already have so many comments in my head and I'm my biggest critic, and I don't want to allow, like, your internets to change my heart. No, listen, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you can never make anyone happy. You know, um, no matter what you do, there's people who has have done things that have become very, very successful. And I'm sure there's people who told them that either, one, they were crazy, or two, they weren't doing it right. You got to believe in yourself. Right. Internets, whoever, this is for anybody listening. Um, you know, you got to believe in yourself. Uh, more than people believe in you. And you really got to know that, you know, what you're doing and your direction and the energy that you're taking means something. Because I told you, I I've seen people say that people were whack and they turn into stars. I've seen, you know, people, you know, uh, you know, fold from people talking about them, people saying that they weren't good enough. And people just fold it because it's tough. I get it, you know. There's it, a lot of pressure on people, you right. know, and, 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 you know, everybody wants to be the greatest, man. But I'll say, yo, just be the greatest you. People are so worried about, um, you know, being this, being that, you know, and, and, and listen, you know, anything you do, I promise you, you have a business or anything, you could give away a fucking Mercedes Benz and somebody will complain you gave away a fucking uh, a red one instead of a black one or a blue one instead of a white one. And you're like, damn, these people, like, why wouldn't you say thanks? That's dope that these dudes are giving away a Mercedes Benz. Nope. So if you think of, if you, if you think about that, then you can understand. Don't listen to anything that anybody says, man. Was there ever any comment that you ever, like, read or heard about yourself from someone else that made you feel like... I mean, there's so much stuff out there. Not only with the Premium Pete show, I mean... You have to mind. I, I mean, like... I've seen, I've seen uh, uh, stuff on, uh, you know, hundreds of pages on forums, on, like, the Coley, and I've seen things on, like, uh, uh, Nike Talk, and, you know, there's a lot of people say good... I mean, look, anything you do, somebody will say Premium Pete's an asshole, somebody will say Premium Pete is fucking hysterical... 
you know, I mean, I, you, you know, I've seen, bro, I've seen someone write, like, it's, this is a funny fucking comment. I've seen someone write, like, about the Combat Jack show. said, bro, I love everything about the Combat Jack show except for Combat Jack. You know, like, I've seen somebody write that, like, years ago. And we laughed about that when we seen that. But that goes to show you how crazy it is. Like, you know what I mean? The platform that this guy is his, self-entitled. People are like, I don't even like this guy, you know, but I like everything else. You know, so it's like, I think anything you do... You know, you got to believe in yourself. And this shit is hard, man. I mean, you know, your fears will knock you out of your box. You got to stay strong. You got to find people you believe in. You got to communicate. You got to talk. And, and, and when I say talk, you got to talk to your immediate circle. Don't talk on the internet and let everybody know what you're doing and, you know, your main move, man. You know, move in silence and then come out and do what you got to do and support what you got to do. But the problem, I think, is people, and especially myself or my wife, I think what happens is people look to do something. And they don't realize that if you do, in the words of my friend Dallas Penn, if you do one good thing, make sure you do another. You know, once you once you get the biggest guest that say you want, you know, who's going to be the next? Right. You know, or once you, you know, get the most amount of money that you thought you wanted to make in life, then how do you top that? You know, or once you're at a moment where you're really, really happy in life, how do you stay there or even get more happy? So, you know, I mean, um, this ain't trying to turn into preacher hour here, but... Uh, you preach a pee. I'm talking to shit, man. Yeah, you always dropping these gems. So, you know, I think that's important, man. I think it's important in anything you do. You know, I really do, so... That's definitely true. Like, one thing I have learned, especially more just being around you, is just, like, make less announcements and just let, like, your grind do the talking. Because, like, being in this, like, day and age with, like, social media and, like, Instagram and everything being in the now... People get caught up in what they see and not what's really happening. And sometimes when you think you're, like, boasting or bragging about something, all you're doing is postponing it from happening because people put negativity into, like, your plans. Sure. Like, when you were doing this show, by the time, like, when Tax came on, he didn't know that he was doing episode three. Like, you moved in silence, and I think that was really grand. Well, sometimes it's good and sometimes it isn't. You know, I mean, in the podcast world, you know, you want to try to keep people involved, uh, you know, and and aware of what you're doing. But I think that, you know, um, I think it's also important to not talk before something happens. And, you know, or, or I think it's important to build what you're doing and put it out there and let the people enjoy it. You know, I think people who talk too much, you know, I feel like, you know, it's like then you start promising things could happen. You know, like we could say, like, yo, we got a certain guest or we got this person coming on and then all of a sudden something could happen and then they don't come on. And it's like, you know, you lose everything of that energy. I think you should just put that energy into what you're doing and then let the people feel that. But before we go to break, I do want to say, you know, um, it was Baby Premium's birthday last week. And, and, uh, you know, he turned one years old. And I wanted to bring up something that was really dope. My sister bought him. Uh, we opened it up. It was a gift, and she brought him, like, a bunch of, like, clothes and pajamas and shit like that. And then she had, like, a certificate in there. And when we opened it, it was one share of um, Disney stock. And I was like, yo, that's pretty dope. You know, Disney stock is, like, over 100 bucks and 100-something dollars. And what I really liked about it was, like, it's like you bring stuff into existence. You know, it's like, you know, keep in mind, like, what we do for our kids and what they see is what they're aware of and what they take with them. And I was like, yo, like, you know, when my daughter was born, I didn't buy her. I mean, I have 401k and, little, you know, like stuff like that for her that I built up. But, like, I never bought, like, direct stock like that. And I was like, yo, I thought that was dope. And then, you know, it's like I feel like our kids could get used to what we show them. You know, like like if you show these kids, like, yo, you know, like, you know, when I grew up, my mother, they used to get bonds. But they were like fake Monopoly money to me. I didn't know what the fuck it was. Somebody got a bond for you. 
And, you know, it never meant nothing to me. But I think, like, if we speak, like, you know, I plan to help build more stock for him and then explain to him, like, yo, you got stock in this, you got stock in this, even at an early age of, like, 12 or 10 or 13, and have him understand what he has. Because I'll be honest with you, man, that's one thing um, that I feel like we don't teach enough, you know, um, and I think it is getting taught more now, but I think, like, the gen- like the, when, when I grew up, I really didn't learn about stuff like that. Right. You know, I didn't learn about, you know, stocks and what it meant and, you know, how to... Like, the thing is, I didn't I didn't care for it either, to be honest with you. All I wanted to do was hang out, you know, uh, but, you know, like, to build your credit at a young age, you know, so you could buy a home. I was so worried about hanging out and smoking and drinking. I was worried about rowing up a fucking Philly, because that's what we smoked at Hello. that time. I was worried about Crazy Horse or St. Ives or Cisco. You, <laughs> know? I was, you drink Cisco? Most definitely. When I drank Cisco, like whoever, whenever I drank Cisco, whoever girl I hung out with, she got it right in the, right in the cool. They call that liquid crack. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Okay. It was amazing. We should drink Cisco. Mm-mm. Okay. So, uh, you know, it just, it just really means a lot. I really think that it means a lot, and we need to really, you know, provide that for our kids. You know, and a funny thing I want to say is, so I want to get my daughter a bank account. Mm-hmm. And you know what I realized? Like, you can't get them a bank account in their name. Like, you could do, like, a custodian account, but that doesn't come, like, they're not able to... Um, access it? Access it. Or they can access it if you give me a call, but it's under your name. And I was like, nah, man, I want to, like, have a, have the mobile app, and, and I want her to, like, you know, because she got, like, a couple of checks from people for her, her birthday, my daughter, and I was like, you know, I want her to put it in, you know, and learn, you know, learn. Like, think about it. These kids, you have to wait till you're 18 to do a student account. Student account's no minimum. You know, it's pretty dope. Like, you know, you have to worry about any type of, you know, you know fees happening. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't get that shit. You know, until you're 18. And I'm like, damn, man, like, we should be teaching our kids earlier than that. Right. Like, you know, like, this system is, like, so, like, I'll be honest with you, this world is built for us to, to fucking lose. And it doesn't, I'm not talking about black people. No. I'm talking about overall any fucking people. Yeah. You know? Like, college, like, it's a known fact that there are more millionaires that didn't even finish high school than finish college. Yeah. And it's because school is, like, trains you to be a worker. Yeah. Like, most people, like... You wake up every day to go to school, to do something that you don't enjoy, and that's like, you know, prepping you for work. Yeah. So we need to we need to teach more. You know, I want to give another example. I just think that, I mean, maybe, I don't know if I'm being fucking complaining old person or I'm fucking just making sense, but like this world that we live in, man, like, you know, have opportunities for kids to get a bank account earlier so they learn how to write a check, so they learn how to mobile deposit a check, so they learn how to uh, uh, put money in and take money out and have the ATM card. I mean, I got her a PayPal card, but I wanted to have a real bank account so she could check money, save money, stack money, you know, like be smarter. I mean, I stacked my money in a fucking mattress. I wanted to stack hers in a bank. You know, and then even, I'm going to take this last uh, thing I want to tell you, and then we'll go to a break. Um, You know, even like, so, so, you know, Tristan, baby premium, is going to be baptized soon. And, you know, we picked my sister. And and my sister is is married. She's a lesbian. She's married to a girl. Um, And, you know, unfortunately, in the church, Mm -hmm. we can't, they can't have that. You know, you can't make them officially. Why? Because they don't allow that. The Catholic Church. Wait, you know, they don't allow... Does she, your sister, you want to be the called the godfather and they don't allow that? Or they don't allow, like, a homosexual... You have to be, you know, they don't allow that. They don't allow, you know, like, you have to be, you know, married, uh, like, you know, not married to a woman. You can't... Oh. They don't have that... You know, you you can't be divorced. 
Really? You know, you got like there's so many fucking rules. And here's the thing I'm saying, right? I mean, if you want people to care about religion, right? Care about them. Right. Right? This is 20 fucking 16, right? Like, here's the thing. Priest in Catholic Church, this is why I don't like Catholic You know, I go to church. I love when they have a praise and worship um, and they sing and I, and, and I love when the priest talks some real shit that I can relate to. Here's, here's why I stopped going to Catholic Church when my mother said I didn't have to go no more. First of all, because they're fucking boring. And second of all, if you think about it, do you want to worry? I mean, you know, worry about why these priests are touching all these fucking kids make the priests get married if they want right so they could be an example of fucking what we should see you know how many married people are fucking confused fucking lost uh ready to call it quits imagine they go to church and they hear like a great fucking sermon from fucking uh, a, a priest talking about marriage or his struggles and they can relate to somebody right you know this fucking whatever i mean i don't want to sound like i think like the world is is horrible but you know everything i'm just talking about it's all i think like yo you got to move with the day's age and change so what are you going to do are you guys going to do it like no, a baptist no so we got church? like her mother no we, we low key nice catholic too yeah, they want to do it in Catholic. So my, so her mother is gonna, her mother is gonna like do it, and then we're gonna acknowledge them. You know right. what I mean? So I mean, in our eyes, it, that's all that matters. Right. What the church says, I mean, all due respect to God, but I mean, yo, honestly, God, if you listen to this podcast, um, I want to let you know, change some fucking rules. Uh, you know, <laughs> things need to be updated. You know, I, I, you know, get with the times, man. I mean, I hope you use an email up there, God. I know you ain't sending kites out. So you know, <laughs> anyway, uh, if you are listening. Listen in God. Uh, I hope you listen to what I'm saying. This is Premium Pete. Um, oh yeah, and send me uh, send me something else too, like a like a couple of um, maybe entomin cakes on the arm. The banana cream. Yes, and you know what? Now it's time for the news with Miss Listen Knows. Uh oh, it's the news time. Your favorite segment. Yeah, Peter. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we you know you're not. Well, we need to know the news. No, really, we need to know what the fuck is going on. What's up? So Birdman and Lil Wayne are still beefing. No, Birdman makes it a lot on the news. He like so Tony Braxton last week. Then this week Birdman and Lil Wayne were gonna have like a peace talk. Okay. And Lil Wayne is saying that it's off. He doesn't want to talk to him he anymore. He wants that money. Fuck that peace talk. Give him that fucking dollar. That's exactly him, what it give is. Give him them tubmans. I feel like it's really sad that all of this drama is happening between these two because at the end of the day, there would be no Birdman without Lil Wayne and there would be no Wayne without Birdman. So it's just like, why can't like they just come to terms and I feel like they just got him high this whole time and now that he's like not in this like stuber of narcotics and whatever he was doing, now that he can realize what was going on and he wants his money they don't want to give it to him, and I think that's corny. No, I think that, you know, we got to appreciate Birdman, uh, you know, for what he has done. But, you know, at the end of the day, this had to be something boiling up. You know, you think Wayne just got all angry or, or, or upset in no way. This had to be something that had been going on for a minute. You know, when it comes to the to the public eye and we see it, that means that shit been bubbling for a minute. So, you know, I mean, I think they should just kiss and make up. So, you know, I mean, what do you think? I think they should do the same thing. They like kissing anyway. Yeah, why So, not? like, just get back to what you guys like to do. Go clank those teeth and get back to, like, the music. Yeah. That's what the people want. Most definitely. Speaking right. of what the people want, okay. the people want Usher. What do you One mean? in particular. So, Usher has been having an ongoing issue with a stalker. Mm-hmm. Just like she, she already had a restraining order where she was supposed to stay 200 feet away from him. And most recently, he was going to an L.A. studio. She located the studio and was, like, doing selfies 
of herself across the street from the studio. He's like going in, and she was so bold to even tag him, like, "Hey, what's going on in the studio?" Mm-hmm. So then she got arrested, and now they're just trying to like you know keep her away from him. What the I- fuck does she want? She want that good U.S. H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. And baby, tell me what you want to do with me. I could see her. I'd be right next to her like, girl, go Snapchat that pussy and send it to him. Really? I love Usher. What would you do to Usher? He make me want to leave the one I'm with. Okay. Start a new I love Usher. I would do all types of things, so, but But, but I'm what would you do what enough. this girl's doing? No. I would just Usher don't like him. you. Usher like sixty year old woman. Yes, I'm saying I'm too young. He like old box. He, he like, like uh, he like like the box that the lips are like chapped a little. You know what I mean? Like uh, you <laughs> he know likes what I'm people about? that were on the box. Remember that show? Yeah. Like shit. he likes those those women. Like if you wasn't on back in the day, Soul like, Train. Yeah, those are the kind of he likes Jody Watley. Jody Watley's hot. I used to love her. She's still good. She had good errands, man. I wanted to put my uh, sausage through those errands. You've always been into like the caramel. Queens. Always, always, always. I always love that. Why? I just do. I Is just... it hard in a, a, an Italian family? Because normally they want you to like procreate with like more. No, not really. Right? It's not. No, it's not. It's not really like that. I mean, it's a no. You know, it's 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 definitely Italians have dated outside their race uh, for a long time. We're not like uh, you know certain nationalities want you know their kids to basically be with the same exact nationality. Italians ain't always like that. Right. You know. Bill Cosby is still in his, like, drama. Yeah. With, like, all of that. I heard that he said something about, like, teens or something like that. He allegedly... Uh, Bill Cosby um, had sexual contact with two teenage girls, and his agent paid off one of them so his wife couldn't find out. When was this? This was, like, back in the day, so... Yo, I thought... Let me, I thought... So this was in 1976, so the girl 76? Yes, Holy so shit. They keep digging in the crates. Like, they are Ralph McDaniel-sing this case. Like, yeah. they just going all out. That's fucking crazy. Like, what's... what's and I'm not even saying, okay, I, I was just going to ask, what's the statute of limitations? But, I mean, I don't condone it. If it happened... Yeah, I was, in... I, I, I was going to ask that, too. <laughs> like, I was going to ask that like, because just because I have something on my mind that I want to make right. sure I'm good with, but it has nothing to do with sexual stuff. So I'm like, but you know what? I don't condone that shit anyway. But Bill, yo, Bill stay wearing good sweaters when he goes to court. You know what I mean? Because so, he's sponsored by Coogee. You think they still giving it to him? Nah, nah, nah. It's more than Coogee. He had, <laughs> I thought he had a Yeezy fucking jacket the last time I seen him. He's been, but Bill been popping forever. But again, like we always talk about the conspiracy theories. There are people that say that because he was trying to empower black people. Yeah. And he had, he was in the process of creating one of the first black-owned networks, they, DJ Khaled Voice, are after him. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever, you know, until we really find out what happened. um, I don't know. know. I mean, he did admit to to this, though. Yeah, we have to be wary of that. But I do believe that, you know, he really um, has been an inspiration. Yeah. uh, Particularly even to me, like, I spoke about this before. um, You know, some of the episodes on The Cosby Show have been amazing. I mean, amazing. I mean, the the one where he taught Theo with the Monopoly mm-hmm. money about bills. And, you know, it just was like real-life father shit, man. And I learned a lot, like, from Tony Danza on Who's the Boss. Right. Um, you know, having a daughter by himself and, you know, being a single dad. You know, I, I was inspired by that. And I was inspired by Bill Cosby's parenting. Um, little did I know that, you know, what... Is it, you know what happened now, but I appreciate for what it was then. You know I don't I mean? think that he should be faulted. I mean, I don't want to say it like that. I don't think we should be faulted 
for what he did. I feel like the episodes of the Cosby show and the things that he did... Yeah, they took him all away. I don't think that that's cool because, like, what about somebody like Woody Allen who dated his his stepdaughter yeah. or whatever, and she wasn't old enough, and he ended up marrying her, and we still watch whatever movie they put on Channel 11 w- Woody Allen. Woody Allen was a, a, a super freak, you know? A right. Nasty motherfucker. Right. You know? And, uh, you know, they still got all his shit all over the Hello? place. But, you know, listen, again, nobody's condoning what, what what's going on with Bill, but we are appreciating for some of the things that he created. I'm still going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that the proof is in the pudding. And until that comes out, pause, I'm I'm not... I'm just I'm just gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Like I pray for him, his family, and the alleged victims. Like I hope that just justice is served in the end, and they put the show back on regardless of whatever, because there are lessons to be learned from the Cosby Show. Most definitely, shout out to all the Cosby Show fans. Yeah. But um, be, one more news I have. I have a piece of news. Um, oh, the, I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to bring something to the table for you. Uh, That's right. Uh, segment. But, um, you know, Michael Jordan's son, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Jordan, um, he opened up a, a retail shop, a sneaker store in Orlando. It's called the uh, Trophy Room. And, you know, it's funny. I think they opened up on the 23rd, which was a couple days ago. Right. Um, and... You know, it was packed and the, the, the line was out the door and they had, you know, a lot of exclusives and some older releases. But it's funny because it's like, I, you know, I said this on Twitter that Jordan Brand, you know, um, has been like, okay. So, you know, they, there's killings all the time. You know, there, there's lineups, there's, there's mm-hmm. violence for Jordans, but they don't really get a direct, you know, feel of that. <laughs> You know, like, they hear about it. Oh, you know, five people died in Chicago. Three people died in, you know, uh, St. Louis from Jordan's. Right. But now I feel like, yo, I heard this shit was rowdy over there, and Disney was going to shut down the line. Because supposedly, I think, you know, I don't know exactly the location it's in, but it's, like, right in, like, where the Disney, um, okay. you know. Uh, like Disney Store? Or- oh, I guess where it's, it's in Orlando, so I'm sure it's, like, right in the vicinity of, uh, you know, all these other Disney places. Right. Um, and, you know, it, it, I'm sure it's a great spot, but, you know, it's like, you, you know, there's a, there's a lot of fuckery going on. You know, people like Jordan Brand and, and I feel like his father, uh, you know, he showed up and they get a chance to see, like, how beautiful and how fucked up the sneaker culture is. Right. Because, you know, it's like he, it, it, retail is hard. And shout out to anybody who owns sneaker stores and retail because it's like. You know, unless you're a humongous company, you're just a mom and pop boutique. It's tough. It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to get rid of the stuff before the next month stuff come in. You know, and then you know, people like Foot Locker are putting the stuff that you didn't get rid of yet. You know, on sale already. Right. You know, and it's tough. You know, and people come in and they only want Yeezys or old Jordans, and you, you know what I mean. It's it, it, it's a tough business. But hey, listen. Shout out to the Jordan family. Shout out to Marcus Jordan for opening. Uh, uh, he store. couldn't really play as well as his father, so that's why he's opening this store. I mean, I guess it's a great opportunity for him to do some great mashups, and I'm sure they'll have great events. I think he should have named the store Air, like like the Air H E I R Jordan. H E I R like air. That, that's like his air handle. To the throne? That, that's actually his For handle. For real? Yeah, I mean that's not the name of the store. But still, you see. But that's see? his handle, I think, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I love wordplay. That's why. Yeah, I think that, that would have been yeah, dope. I'm almost, I'm, I'm almost sure, but that's definitely his, uh, his handle. But anyway, shout out to them, man. And that's my uh, contribution to the news. And this concludes the news with Miss Listen Knows and Premium Pete. 
it was a pleasure having you, like, you know, jump in this time. It's growing on you. Yeah, the news is growing. Yeah. But let's take a break, and we're going to come back. We got we, we got a friend of the show coming by, stop by, say what's I up to us. I hope he brought some treats. Maybe he did. I don't know. We'll see. Internet, you listen to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Listen Knows. A.K.A. Beyonce. Uh, A.K.A. went to the Dominican Republic, got a couple of ass shots. We'll be right back. <laughs> Cheer. Yo, 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 yo. Internets, it's your boy, Dallas Penn. You're now listening to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Listen Knows. Yeah. No. Cheer. No. Yeah. I love that break. Why'd you love that break? Because I needed it. Because you are a lot to deal with. You what? Know? And Do you hear this fucking girl? <laughs> sometimes you just need a moment. Internet, mm-hmm. sitting with us right now is the creator, mm-hmm. the founder, mm-hmm. the chocolate delight mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. Chocolate delight. <laughs> Mr. Mikey likes it. Listen, he is, uh, before we bring Mikey on, he is, not only is he a friend of mine. I just want to know what he likes. He is, he is definitely... Um, <laughs> An inspiration to, I feel, a lot of people in 2016, more importantly, to people who want to, you know, follow their passion or start a business or right. or really just learn, you know, as he learned. So, Internets, welcome my friend, Mr. Mikey Likes It. Big Mike. How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for having Chocolate me. Chocolate Dick. <laughs> what did you call him? Chocolate what? Chocolate Delight. Yeah. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Doing a lot better today. You were sick before? Nah, I had a bad day, but now that I'm here, I'm having a great day. Of course. So, listen, Mike, I've been wanting to have this episode happen for a while. And the reason why I wanted to have it happen for mainly is this, and I get right to the point. Um, you know, for people who don't know Mikey, Mikey owns a, um, an ice cream shop that is inspired by pop culture called Mikey Likes It Ice Cream. Um, some of the flavors that he has made, uh, and we'll get into the story in the background of what he's doing and how he's doing it and how it came about, but uh, are delicious, are amazing. They're not your regular just flavors like a vanilla or a chocolate swirl or whatever. Um, I mean, some of, them are, some of the most favorite of mine, like Southern Comfort. What's in Southern Comfort? Southern Hospitality is a pecan pie ice cream with uh, praline pecans and pecan pie pieces. Mm-hmm. And what about Brady Bunch? Brady Bunch is a double banana pudding ice cream with uh, vanilla wafers and Vienna Finger cookies. Vienna, fi- Vienna Fingers are official. I used to eat them as a kid, you know, going, going crazy with them. But what, even before, so even before I go into it, what made you, like, name that the Brady Bunch or Southern Hospitality? Uh, it's really just thinking and trying to pair things that um, give you a nostalgic feeling, uh, but yet, you know, try to match as well with the flavor palette and the thought process behind it. So um, everything kind of lends itself to uh, put you in a zone where you can remember or relate directly to, you know, the topic, put it like that. Right. Yeah, and that and that comes from a lot. I mean, we'll get, like I said, we'll get more into some of the other flavors and, and how it all came about. But, you know, segueing into what I was saying about bringing you in, uh, part of the reason why uh, I wanted to have you on the show, not only are you a friend of mine, for those that don't know, mm-hmm. and I don't mean internet friend, I mean real life friend, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm so proud because, and, 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 and it may be funny for some people to hear me say this, but, you know, this is the most truest thing in my world, and I tell, uh, you know, I tell everyone I know this, how many fucking black men or black people mm-hmm. do you know are selling fucking ice cream? Like, like, think about it. Like, you know, how 
inspiring is that? You know, to see, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I forgot who I told. Like, I was speaking to somebody, and 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 they were like, "Yo, uh, you know, you, you support him a lot or whatever." And I was like, "Yo, think about it. Not only is he a friend of mine, but how many black dudes you know are selling ice cream? Right. right. Very rare. And mm-hmm. that being in the, that rare, I just felt like, you know, it's a beautiful thing, but it's also something I need to support. Mm-hmm. Not because he's only just black, just because I think that it's inspiring. Right. You know, a lot of the reason why I relate to you is because, and people use this as like, um, you know, like, uh, and, and you know where I'm going because I don't, I don't really like it. But I think school, I know where you're going too. Me and Mikey, you know, we both uh, grew up and 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 hustled and 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 definitely had our, 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 you know, not together, but but what I mean is like, you know, anybody growing up in the hood, you know, you want to make some fast money, you know, the regular money, slow money ain't really worth it when you're young, at least you think it ain't, um, and you know, you wind up, you know, getting in trouble or whatever. So Mike definitely. You know, um, was involved in like maybe selling some weed, and you know got caught, and then you know did a little bit in Rikers, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know came home and and, and st- so he's a fellow st- felon. He's a fellow felon, mm-hmm. and then started to, you know, m- like make ice cream, right? And then started to think about maybe I'll, I mean, why don't you tell From us from flipping t- pies to making ice cream? <laughs> tell us, bring us, bring us back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you grew up in the Low East Side. Yes, you're, you're you're the mayor of Low East Side. I mean, I, like I said, internet's. I'm with Mikey a lot. I mean, we walk around. He's waving to fucking people. This <laughs> kid is meant to do what the fuck he's doing. Um, I mean, he, he, the little kids like him. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it's a beautiful thing. But take us back to, um, just take us back to growing up in the neighborhood, getting into some things, and then moving forward to getting arrested, and then you know to to how it all started. I mean, you know, just growing up like any normal kid in the neighborhood, uh, you know, you, as a guy, you tend to do things you're not supposed to do. So sometimes the ends don't justify the means, but, you know, uh, it, it is what it is. Um, you do something, you know, you get in trouble for it, you stand up and take a consequence and say, you know, what do I do from here on out? And uh, just growing up as a little kid, I was a kid that, you know, would run to the store for some people, OGs, whatever, you know, keep the change, save up money, buy stuff you like. And, you know, sometimes things don't work out. Um, But then as you grow and you mature, you start to realize, uh, one, what life is about. Um, And then you see that, you know, a lot ties into the relationships that you live and you bear with people. Yo, you got media trained or something? What the fuck, man? Tell him what you were selling. The fucking purple tie or the fucking truck tie? Well, he tie. definitely does the loud. have... Yo, Mikey, had, got, Mikey got media trained, man. He you know. did. He, and that's good because now he's dealing with a different caliber of customer. He has his own, like, he's a businessman. Yeah. He can't say certain things anymore. Do you have siblings? Uh, yes, I have an older sister. She's three years ahead of me. Did she um, also move the weight with you? Nah, nah. She was but, a good girl? Uh, uh, my sister and I are two, uh, two total different uh, people. Right. Like that, you know. Are you guys close? Uh, I mean, uh, for me, uh, it's, it's kind of different. I give the best advice I can. It does not mean sometimes that I, you know, do Listen that. But, it. you know, I'm a Taurus, so I'm stubborn at heart. So that's how things can be. Go ahead, Mrs. I know. you want to, What do you know about Taurus? She knows all about astrology. <laughs> As she does it to everybody that uh, comes into uh, our uh, world. You are very headstrong, and you're an overachiever by accident, and you're just really great at what you do. You are well-read, 
and well educated. Like you're self educated. Like you just happen to be brilliant. By accident, and that's 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 real. Really? No, Tauruses are really just. When are you like, gonna say something bad about somebody? When you bring a Gemini or okay. a Libra up in here, it's gonna get real. Okay? Like every astrology sign, she says you're all really these nice things. You're really good at networking too. Like you can move in a room full of vultures. Look at you, your phone going off, networking. Yeah. As soon as I said that, that phone rang. You always on your grind. Are yeah. you in a relationship? Not at the moment. Because you're grinding really business. hard. You're really busy trying to surpass certain goals. But what I will tell you is take time to appreciate your journey. Sometimes you're so caught up in the next and what's going on and what you're going to do next that you don't appreciate what you have already done. And you've done a lot of great things. Yes, he has, and he's got a lot more to do. So go ahead. Uh, So, you know, low east side, you know, moving around with the OGs, you know, pushing some things. Did you always love ice cream while you were doing these things? Nah, this is uh, just something that... Uh, aunt of mine would take me to school in the morning during my third, fourth, fifth grade. And uh, as growing up, she passed away. And I was cleaning out her apartment, and I found a cookbook of hers and opened up to a vanilla ice cream recipe. So I really had nothing to do at the time. Uh, so I started trying to tinker around with this vanilla ice cream recipe and had no machine or nothing. This is, this is before you got in trouble? This is after. Oh, so uh, so bring us back a little. Bring us back a little. So okay. you, so so just so we don't uh, skip anything. Sorry. So you let the internet know. Okay. So you, uh, like I said, you were running around Low East Side, running around the hood. Uh, I know you were into sneakers too. Definitely, and, definitely. And and, you know. and what were you doing with that? Like you know, did mm. you have like a shop or something? Yeah, uh, sneaker store. Mm-hmm. Um, down in Tribeca. Mm-hmm. What was the name of it? Soul Food NYC. Okay. S O L E. If I don't, I love that. So, you know, there's you know people running around with that name now, or whatever. Like you know, you know really don't know shots, but you know, at the end of the day, we are you know. You are love the sneakers, you're the founders. The so the Soul Food. Mm-hmm. So the Soul Food was before you got what or after? Oh, uh, before. Okay. So 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 after Soul Food closed down. Yeah, Soul Food closed down. My mother was um, still doing what I'm doing and then ran into some trouble as my mother got sick. Um, ran into some trouble right before that and then came back on vacation um, to see that, you know, my mother still was ill. Um, and then she was on her deathbed and my aunt had passed. And then... Uh, that's when you found the recipe. That's book. when I found the recipe. And like the soup Nazi recipes. Yeah, type thing. And kind of kept me... Uh, at the time, I was dealing with uh, planning my mom's funeral, trying to see what's going to happen every day, um, just trying to figure out, you know, what to do with life in general. And then uh, she started getting better. Um, and then it gave me the opportunity the time just to try to sit and say, you know, as a person, you know, what are you going to do to reinvent yourself or not really reinvent yourself, come out and just, like just be you. You know, at the end of the day, like, you try so hard sometimes to do something for others or, you know, you sometimes say, I just want to be comfortable and just do what, I, do what I love. And making ice cream just became that. And, uh... Was it like, know, you know, with losing your mom, I mean, was it therapeutic for you to start, yeah, like... Because then as my mom started getting better, that's, like, you know, I'm going to a hospice, feeding my mother, and I'm leaving there trying to realize, okay, you know, I'm not working, you know, I can start being a power reseller again and do that, but that game is getting a little crazy itself. So sure. I was like, you know what? Let me really, really just do something I like. And, and when the ice cream came about, um, it was weird because it's like you're alone, but yet 
you're not alone because, you know, you're in there doing cooking. And I, I find myself talking to my aunt sometimes or just talking to myself. And uh, it just became real therapeutic for me. And so, like, every day I make ice cream, like, no matter what, you know, no matter what, every day. And uh, what, it, what it became was a situation of sitting down and writing a business plan and having that opportunity to really plan out. For nine, ten months of my life, I sat there and planned out really my career, hopefully in a, in a way, hoping that you write, you know, the story. And I never knew it, you know, really come to this or branch out to where it is, even for this right here. Um, but I just know that, you know, um, I've attached myself to a different group of people that have helped me remain positive, but not only for my life, for their lives. Um, and part of Maker is also having a great support system and a foundation. And I'm kind of blessed to, you know, have that. Mm -hmm. um, not just, you know, with my mother and my father being alive. So seeing my mother come out of it and, you know, get, getting a better relationship with her. Like, now I talked to my mom before I didn't really have conversations right. with her. Um, but even as, as, you know, like being a father in your child's lives, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I didn't realize or remember what my father was trying to teach me or what mom was trying to teach me. Um, and it, it just gave me time to say, how can I pass it on to others? Like, I'm blessed to have a talent of making ice cream, but I'm still able to teach through the medium. So that's really what I want to use this, this yeah. product for, this tool, is to show people that, mm -hmm. you know, you could be yourself and be comfortable and really excel, but not only for yourself, but for everyone that's out there who doesn't love ice cream. That's true. You know, and and, those and who don't, I still make that lactose dairy free for you. <laughs> and, and, I, and if you can't have any sugar, I make that for you. And if you got vegan, sugar free? I got all that for you. Do you have sorbet? What's so, so much gentrification so, shit? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's making some great fucking ice cream. Listen, internet. Uh, even if you're on a diet, okay, if you can't fucking find a cheat day or a cheat meal, yeah. something in your fucking, you know, and and actually, I shouldn't even have to even say that because Mikey makes. Uh, uh, tell him about that uh, fruit one that you I make. Make uh, good vibrations. It's all fruit-based ice cream. Um, no sugar added. No no artificial sweeteners. Um, it's vegan as well. Oh. Um, and, I'm, and I make shakes called Incredible Hulks. What's in that? Uh, all green ice cream. So, you know, you get the spinach, the kale, the spirulina. Oh, that's amazing. Celery, the green apple. Like, you know, just just uh, found a way to still be able to, you know, put, you know, keep the ice cream what it is. Right. It's natural. So we use, you know, sugar, um, eggs, um, whole milk, whole cream. Uh, and that's it, you know, and salt and, and real good. Everything that we use is really top-notch and stuff that I really like. And I hope that you like what I create so then therefore you can tell someone else to come on by. Yeah. I'm and definitely going to taste it. It, it. It's beautiful. And it's funny to me that he goes from slinging purple kush to slinging <laughs> purple ice cream. You know, uh, what was it, like over last year you, you did a, an event for Future? The dirty uh, sprite. Yeah, the dirty sprite. That was and, that was really awesome. And, and and what you did was you made an ice cream themed around yes. the dirty sprite. W what was the ice cream? The ice cream was a purple grape soda, ice cream. Uh, but then you know not just like one note of grape soda, like taking the different notes of grape soda and keeping it as purple as possible, but then mixing that with sprite as a float, which is not the 
the, the number one go-to for floats. You know, usually right. it's coca, something cola-based. Sure, root beer. Root beer yeah. You know, so doing that um, was one way to also test out and let people see that, you know, it's, it's a talent here. It's not just throwing stuff together, but um, curating stuff that's really about our culture. So when Future had a chance to taste the ice cream at first, you know, he didn't understand because I had to tell him. But once he saw, he tried it, and he opened up to it too, like, this is really awesome. So it's like, you know, that's the kind of moment that, you know, we definitely try to do with every experience that you have with us as Mikey likes it, ice cream, so that you, you yourself should have your own moment where you, you feel like you're alone, but the store's packed and everyone's eating ice cream too. But yeah, you kind of feel like you're just by yourself, you know? Do the name the names come before the recipe, or is it like, like, how does it, what's it's, the process? It's all, well, you know. Like the sky's the limit. That's like a tribute to... To Biggie. Right, so... What's in the sky's the limit? Milk, chocolate. Biggie said it himself. So go ahead, no, but I didn't have to do the, the work. For the internet to know. Go ahead. The milk was chocolate, the cookies butter crunch. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to get. See, you, you know, know this, is, this is how amazing hip-hop is, you know. Uh, it's funny because I always got to reference this, but I remember a long time ago when we sat down with Fab Five Freddy, and he had said, hip-hop is, is, is a lot of things. But sometimes people look on world star hip hop and nothing against world star, mm -hmm. I think, you know, but certain things ain't hip hop. Right. Getting a blowjob in the back of a car on world star ain't hip hop. <laughs> you know, but sneakers and hip hop and music go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Food. You don't think these artists or these people making this shit eat? Mm -hmm. You know, so I love what he has done, you know, uh, by being, you know, pop culture inspired, by being hip hop inspired, by being somebody that you know, uh, you know, came from the hood and and, and really you know struggled right. and then and then reflected and then learned and then you know progressed and 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 now where he is now and where, now his vision where he's taken it, employing people. Uh, but just like I mentioned, the future thing. There's also something you did. This is how close he has come to hip hop and made his dreams come true through ice cream. Right. It's crazy to me. Anyway, uh, pack of shoes uh, mm -hmm. and Diodoro released with Raekwon the purple tape. You made multiple ice creams for Raekwon. What were they? They were the original ice creams from the ice cream song. So the, you know, the the French vanilla, the caramel deluxe, the 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 butter pecan recan, um, all those were recreated, um, and then we created a purple tape ice cream as well for the event to match the sneakers, um, and you know it's just just a thing that you know. Um, the love and what hip-hop has given us as a people, um, you know, we're just taking it, reinterpreting it into this medium and giving it back. Right. So it's, it doesn't step on anyone's toes. You know, like we're in a different lane, but it's like, as you just said, what is hip-hop and what is not, you know, um, everything in a nutshell is kind of hip-hop because it's what we do. Most definitely. You know, and, and, and it sucks that... Um, you know, when you see even different, I mean, you know, when you can see what hip-hop has done in different places of the world, then it's like, yes, you know, we as urban culture influence everything. Yes. From the polo dressing of that one thing or to even when you go to Japan, you know, you can hear people who don't understand English, yet they recite a whole hip-hop song together. Sure. Right. Or, dressed, or dressed like, and, yeah. you know, dressing you know? too. You know, it's just dope to see, like, what really moves us as people. Maybe we might be have different languages 
um, you know, barriers and can't speak to one another. But you put food down, that opens up the lane now. One of the biggest things I love, and this is why I love food so much, and obviously for those who know or don't know, you know, with uh, You Gotta Eat This and My Extension, me and Bum B, and how much we're involved in the food culture, or the culinary culture, as mm-hmm. I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the biggest reasons why I got into that and why I love food so much is because I come from a big Italian family, and dinner meant everything. You know, like when I go meet with my daughter, you know, I'm a separated dad. When I go meet with my daughter, dinner is beautiful because I get to eat. And I get to talk with her over dinner, and we get to communicate and conversate. And it means a lot, you know, because it's hard to catch up when you're always spinning. When you're on the phone, I got to go. I got another call. I got a text. You got a red light. You turn green. You're at a stop sign. You understand what I'm saying? So in order to do that, I think it, it, it always means a lot. But, you know, it's funny to me because it's like, so for internets that don't know, Mikey Likes It is located um, in, in the Lower East Side. It's mm-hmm. 199 Avenue A. Um, it's a small shop, but it's always packed. The mm-hmm. area is, to me, Lower East Side turned into like Soho, Miss Wilson. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, you literally could see like a, a, a black guy, a white guy, a bum, a fucking, you know, <laughs> uh, two gay guys. A French uh, model. A French model. Somebody wearing a vest with no shirt underneath. You know, a, a, a per- person running around on a unicycle. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much mix. It's a melting pot of fucking fuckingness, you know? Um, but people, like, he's become, like, a household name it's there. a staple. You know, like, the kids say they want Mikey Likes It. They're not saying they want Ben and Jerry's or Briars. You know, um, you know, it's it, to me, I, I see I've seen all this, you know, I've seen it as being friends with him for the past couple of years and watching this uh, unfold. And, and not only am I so proud of you, um, but but, you know, it's like it, it's exciting to see. And, and I think that Internet, like I said, the reason why I want to have him on the show is because, first of all, you're etching your own lane. Like I said, uh, you know, I mentioned before. Uh, there's not many uh, or people, I don't know how many black people are selling ice cream in this world. But more importantly, how many kids in my, you know, kids in our generation that are selling ice cream? You know, and I think that it's, 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 it's entrepreneurial. It's, 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 it's inspiring. So let's keep on going over Thank some you. of the other stuff you've been doing. So you've been, Macy's calls you up all the time. And what do you do over there? Uh, we serve ice cream and uh, we did fashion night out the whole week. Mm-hmm. So we matched ice cream to match the, the the colors of the cloth that they were using to highlight. So they did a uh, black, white, and red. So we did that for them, and uh, we did uh, two different types of ice cream for them using the same color scheme. Uh, from there, it's Lord and Taylor. They're great to us as well. We do. Uh, their, last year we did a spring campaign so we matched ice cream for their spring clothes um what about yes. the nfl you, you uh, last yeah. season you were on uh what's that cbs sports uh, the CBS pre-game sports. with boomer esiason and them mm-hmm. what's going on with that uh that that was awesome actually it was a great great experience uh, a great bunch of people there i was able to uh be on football as a pre-game show and you know as, as a child you grow up and you look at, uh, you know, commentating, public speaking being one of the hardest things ever, right? You look at this and you're like, wow, I never, and it reaches myself being on the screen like football. Right. And here I am with like Boomer Sison, Coach Cower, uh, a whole bunch of talent out there that you just. Irvin, no, it wasn't Irvin? Uh, or. Um, quarterback. 
Michael Strahan. Uh, Michael Strahan ain't no quarterback. Uh, Tony, <laughs> not a quarterback. Uh, no, no, they position. Tony Gonzalez was there. Okay. London Fletcher. Okay. There. London Fletcher. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people, but you know, it's funny because it's like throughout my uh, successes and really just being in so many spaces. Boomer Sison. Okay, Boomer Sison, yeah. And, and but, but being in so many, you know, rooms and being like like traveling and, and, and seeing different parts of the world and, and, and having friends on speed dial that I never thought of and people checking on me that I, you know, was amazed at. And I used to say, like, you know, wow, sneakers, like, <laughs> like sneakers, sneakers took me around the world, man. Sneakers, like, you know, and, I, and when I say sneakers, not only wearing them, just, like, meeting all these people through sneakers, making friends through sneakers, uh, you know, that sharing that common bond for the love of sneakers took me all over the place, brought me on to the Combat Jack show, brought me on to, you know, introduced me to Dallas Penn, introduced me to so many fucking people. And I sit here and I listen to your story, and I say to myself, fucking ice cream took you on the fucking, you know, uh, yeah. CBS NFL pregame. Yeah. Ice cream got you making things for fucking Macy's and Lord and Taylor. You know, got you making things for fucking Future and Raekwon. And you did something with uh, who, that girl Kalani, right? Kalani, that was, that was incredible. She, you know, she has some fan base. Oh, my gosh. What, what she was able to do, um, you know, honestly, like, we're heavily embedded in the community. Right. You know, the kids that come in and out the shop, you know, I, I got to let them know. I'm right from here. I'm the same kid that grew up just like you, you know, and you're going to make choices too that you might not want to live up to as you grow, but you got a mother, you got a father, you have loved ones around you, appreciate them because when they're not here, then you're going to have to deal with it. Right. And that's when things can be, just be a little more drastic. And um, sometimes, you know, we, we don't know what we have until it's gone in other relationships or anything. As friends, just growing up, you know how many times as a kid, you had your video game, you lent it to your friend, you never get it back. You know, now you guys, 15 years, 15 years later, you still never got your video hey, game Hey, listen, back. let me tell you something. In jail, okay, and I have to say this, if you give something to somebody in jail and they let someone else borrow it, it's over. that's your fucking head. <laughs> Motherfucker you. <laughs> Let me tell you, I never forget one time I seen this kid, man. He got fucking pummeled. And I went over and I says, I was in the day room. I says, what the fuck happened to that kid that he got his ass whipped like that? Somebody lent him a Walkman. He lent somebody else the Walkman without even asking. Wow. So when the kid came back and said, where's my Walkman? He said, what's his name has it? Like, you know, like, nah, people don't go like that. <laughs> people, people don't go for that shit. But anyway, listen, um, we're sitting here with Mikey Likes It, and uh, I'm so happy to have you here. Yeah, true but, inspiration. Yeah, most definitely. Thank but you. even more, Miss Lissa, mm-hmm. do you know who he had come in his shop a couple weeks ago? Amber Rose. No, Amber Rose don't fucking come there. You don't know where she comes, okay? Well, shit. She's probably coming all over the tri-state Miss area. Hillary Clinton. You had Hillary Clinton in the building? Yes, yes, yes. Tell us, tell us about that experience. Uh, that was that was a, 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 another great experience. Um, How'd it happen? It happened by uh, I had the opportunity to meet her through creating an ice cream sundae um, named Victory. Um, as keeping everything pop culture related, Hillary Clinton, you know, the presidential stuff is still pop culture. Um, you know, I, I just I've looked at a bunch of different people. And just see, like, they're all, we're all on a journey. 
And so here, you know, as as people have had to see presidents and, you know, to get Obama in office, we finally had an African-American president. Awesome. You know, and then here we have a chance to get a woman in office. And seeing her journey from before with Bill and Obama and, you know, her own journey here, she is running for president. She's uplifting a lot of women in the community everywhere because what happens is we come from a culture that downplays and really disrespects our women. Mm -hmm. So here you have a woman, she's going to lead. We have African countries that have women that lead. Most definitely. You know, so it's like, wow, here we are going to make a change. Whether people might see it as good or bad, change, there's always good that comes from it. And so here we are going to be able to uplift a lot of women, especially minority women, to a position to think about bettering themselves. Right. Um, so as, I, as we were sitting down, we decided let's, let's make something here. And so we made this Mac Daddy Sunday, which we really don't do stuff unless it's for special people. And we're like, this is special enough to do it. And we did it, and they got a whimsy of it through social media. Right. And um, through that happening um, and some family, you know, as Pete always says, it's the relationships also that you bear. Right. Um, I happen to be family friends with some people as well. And, uh, sorry. and, and you know, I happen to be friends with family as well. And I was able to create a better touch of a relationship through her as well. And uh, when, when I met her, she said, I'm going to come by the shop before the primaries, and I was like, wow, that's great. And uh, the day before, she shows up in the shop. And, you know, one, uh, just as we live, our thing is keep your word, you know? Your word is your bond, so she kept her word. But d didn't, so who called you to let you know that day as she was coming? Uh, uh, some, uh, one of their publicists, their, their PR team, reached out to me and was like, she's going to come down to the shop at, you know, 7 o'clock or something. Okay. I was like, all right, cool. So, um, you know, I was thinking, all right, you know, shop has to look normal like it has to do every day, you, you know? You probably got off the phone, motherfuckers, clean this shop up, <laughs> get everything mopped, clean up, Windex, get the fucking baby wipes out. <laughs> and and, it, and instead of having, like, you know, maybe the six-hour gap, she just walked in maybe half an hour later. and So, so they lied to you. Yeah, because they don't want you to know, you know, exactly, exactly. when people are coming and stuff like that. And see, a sir just walked in, and they're like, we need to search the place. And you know how small the store is. So it's like, <laughs> you're looking at the place. Like, so Secret, you know, back to so Secret Service came in to look around. And they walked out, and she was right there. They were like, come outside. So I walked outside, and I'm like, wow. You know, just, just get out of here, you know, like <laughs> on 12th Street. This lady's here. Oh, and how many cop cars were there? Uh, she had a little, like three, two, like, you know, like one in the front, one in the back. So I, I don't know. Uh, that was kind of, you know, she the Jeep. What did she say to you? She's like, Mikey, I'm here. And I was like, <laughs> I guess so. You know, like, wow. You know, you would be like, you would like pinch yourself or pinch the person. You know, you're like, <laughs> I got to touch something to see if she's really here or not, you know. But she was there, and I was like, get out of here. Well, you have to come on in just like everybody else. So, you know, um, as we're raised, you know, as the culture of the shop is treat everybody like your mother, you know, keep keep everything very professional. Um, she walked in and, you know, she, she wanted a she wanted a victory Mac Daddy Sunday. <laughs> and that's what she wanted it to eat. And um I was really honored and blessed that, you know, a person who does not eat in public decided to, you know, 
leave their diet at the door and have their moment. Okay, you know? and taste it then. And, you know, she's... What was the conversation like now? Did you already make the waffle or was being made while she was there? Uh, while she was there, I decided, you know, so, put things in So what was, what was the conversation like, you know, like, you know, just trying to pass time? Because, you know, keep in mind, it's not like me and you kicking it in the <laughs> store. You're probably looking for something to say to keep her... You know what I mean? And it feels so phony. Did it feel phony, you know, like, the conversation? Um, To be honest, it, was, it, was, it, was, it really wasn't. It was real organic because it, it was crazy, like... She had so much press with her that by the time you looked at it, the, the room was swarmed with so many cameras and stuff. You're just like, okay, it's two people and all these cameras here in the way of making everything. And uh, being that I couldn't make it, um, you know, um, I was nervous. You know, you never say it's going to look right or something. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. But uh, she she asked me, she said, how's your day going today? That's how we kind of start. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, it's a lot better now that you're here because this is crazy. And then, you know, she's like, you didn't think I was coming? I was like, no, nah, no. Nah, you, know, you said keep your word. That's all that comes what, down Was to. Bill with her? No. He's he probably fucking not. somebody, right? Hey, hey, hey. hey okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, he's um, endorsing her now. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Um, you know, as me, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a people person. I'm for the people. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not into the politics thing. Um, she is doing something good to help, you know, um, people. You know, people have a lot of views. And, 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 and you know, not I'm not into a negative point or positive point of person. But you do, you know, we all have had second chances. Sure, most of them. Um, here, here, here's a person who, you know, in the past, yes, was a leader of mass incarceration. But here, making a change to say, I want to reverse what I was doing and do better and help those who were incarcerated and change, you know, ideas back again. So as a person, she's growing. She's changing her her thoughts and, and putting different actions out to, to change herself. I, I, I can't be against that. No, no. All I'm... I could do is say, you know, if you can help, which, which you say you're going to do, do that. And as you said you were going to come here, you came. We live by our word. Right. So I, I can't be against you for, for, for getting up and doing your grind. Yeah. I support that. And for her to show other women... You can get up and grind as well. I'm with that too. You know, other views and stuff that I might not. Um, you know, like I said, that's that's not for me. My thing is just to. You want ice cream? I got you. You know, and that, that's that's me as a people person of what I have to do. If you walk in and I can't serve you ice cream, then what? I'm not an ice cream man. Then it speaks then volumes not, that you know. she went to your shop though, because she could have went anywhere, and she knew that by going to your location, like going to your business, that it was going to open up, like, her to a whole new, like, level and a whole new, like, culture. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's just, like, a big... Yeah, but Hillary has been trying to do that, No, but she could have easily just, you know what I mean? Like She didn't have to go. Yeah, but for her to pick, Mikey Mm -hmm. likes it. Like, that's cool. Like, she knew that that was, like, something that she was untapped into, a part of the culture that she wasn't into, and she knew that by going to his... His space that I, she was gonna like, you know. No, I agree with you. Elevate I, her, her, her campaigning. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think it's inspiring, only because of this. Here's the thing, when Mikey put the picture up, um, and then he had, I had spoke to him shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. You see this picture of like, twenty five, thirty fucking press, <laughs> you know, all cameras. Right. And Mike, and fucking Hillary Clinton, and when I seen it, I says, holy shit, this is fucking beautiful. And he had posted on Instagram, and right away. 
I told my guy, I said, we post that on you got to eat this. Because I felt, regardless of what people think of Hillary, regardless, you know, if you're voting for Bernie Sanders, and, and you know, I, I do love Bernie. Unfortunately, I don't think he will win. Um, but I do love what he stands for. But regardless of how I felt, I took all of that away for the moment. And I said, this is fucking awesome. This kid got fucking Hillary Clinton in fucking Lower East Side in his shop, a little fucking small-ass ice cream <laughs> shop, okay, because of what he believed in. And I felt that was so fucking inspiring. And I put it on fucking You Gotta Eat This. And the comment section roasted. Let yeah. me tell you something. They roasted him or her? No, they just roasted that that even on his comment <laughs> section. You know, and I feel like, yo... You can, as, as as we know and we speak about, you can never control the internet. Right. Never. But sometimes internets be a little fucking nice. When they try to say he was a sellout? No, is... because they're like, yo, I'm not going too. there no more. Um, you know, she's horrible. Instead of anyone thinking of a young fucking kid yeah. who who was running around Lower East Side, um, you know, confused and lost in how he wanted to make money, <laughs> chose chose the fast way. You know, uh, uh, you know, chose the fast way. Sold a couple of nick bags, maybe dimes. He, he filled them up like pillows for you motherfuckers out in Lower East Side. Um, got, got, got caught. Did you know? Went to Rikers and fucking, you know, had to deal with all that shit and baked chicken on Sunday. Shout out to everyone eating baked chicken on Sunday. And and then comes home and decides to fucking open up an ice cream shop. Who would have fucking imagined? I just went over that future, this shit for future. Macy's, Gordon Taylor, NFL, fucking uh, Kalani did stuff for, who else did you do stuff for? Rock Nation, um, right? Jay-Z. You know, yeah. who else? Um, we did something with Ro James. Uh, we've done, act with, done, uh, culinary segments with Action Bronson. Action Bronson, you did stuff on the Food Fucking yeah, Network. on the Food Network. And let me bring week. this back in. And then Hillary Clinton shows yeah. up at your fucking store. And what do the internets have to say? Instead of the internet saying, Mike, we're so proud of you, or that's dope, or cool, or not saying nothing at all. Right. They roasted. They roasted. But you know what? It doesn't matter because internets, what I've learned most definitely over the years is this. When people ain't saying shit, that's when it don't mean shit. When they ain't saying shit, you ain't doing shit. But yeah. when they saying shit, that means you're doing shit. And I'll tell you one thing, and I know a lot of people that would agree to this, and I'm sure they will fucking... At fucking Mikey Likes It. What's the Twitter on uh, Mikey Likes It? Mikey Likes It NY? Yes. yes. And Mikey Likes It Ice Cream on Instagram. Internet, when this episode drops, if you are proud of this motherfucker, if you are inspired by a kid that I just explained to you, uh, 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 and then all of a sudden he's sitting in a shop with fucking Hillary Clinton, regardless if you fucking like her or not, (laughs) if that's inspiring to you or he's inspiring to you, when this episode drops today on Thursday, shout him out. Let him know he inspires you. Because I'll be honest with you. Why do you want do you want to see another fucking person open up a clothing line <laughs> with fucking bedazzled fucking rhinestones on the jean pockets? <laughs> do you want to see another person open up a fucking sneaker store with fucking Yeezys that they won't have for retail? Do you want to see a fucking another person open up a massage parlor? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I, that's what we got to open up next. Massage parlor ice cream shop. I'll be up in there getting some trim and some fucking ice Mikey cream. Mikey wipes it. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, because you wipe the back. Like, don't talk to me like that. So, I did have a question for you about, like, just, like, building your, your brand. When you went from just having the cookbook, learning to do just vanilla ice cream, just building, did you know how to do a business plan? Like, how did you figure that out? I went into uh, that's, a, that's another stage. Uh, I went into a, a business plan competition, mm-hmm. and uh, 
great, great opportunity. Uh, you know, they, they gave me the opportunity to put my thinking back to where it should be. So a lot of times, like, you know, when we sit and think about stuff, and we think about if the ends justifies the means, they put my head back on my shoulders to say, this is where I want to go this direction. Um, and so I won this business plan competition um, and didn't receive any of the earnings from it. And, you know, neither here nor there, um, through ups and downs, what we know is less is more. Mm-hmm. And you got to get up and keep pushing. Um, so as as a kid, though, um, grown man, but still in my mind, you know, I went a little crazy thinking, how could I sit here for nine, ten months of my life, you know, write this plan and then not get the benefits from winning? Um, I said, guess what? Uh, it starts with the support right there. So uh, a few people um, came around and, you know, definitely pushed and I reached out to a, to a few people, told them what I was doing, what I was thinking and you know, a couple of great people said, let's do it. Um, some of them aren't with me at this moment, um, some still are um, but nonetheless, you know the, the journey started then and everyone that's been influential to making this happen you know, really God bless them um, either, whether it was one day you helped or one five minutes or you know, a year in your life or two years, um, you know, you still have to thank people because they didn't have to be right. doing anything. Um, and uh, from then on, um, just started trying to think of, you know, hope for the best, expect the worst. And that's what the business plan really made me go through every step of the way in concrete thinking. Um, and then, you know, once I got more pieces around myself, it really helped the business explode a little more. And um, here we are, you know, still definitely early in its stages. Like, I'm nowhere close to where uh, I really want to be. Um, but we, we're going to push, you know, as a group to get there. And, you know, with, with opportunities and experiences, you know, things that, you know, brothers work on, um, and even with sisters, too. It's, you know, it's just a way to, to try to figure out um, how to push this thing, um, you know, not just for people to see it as ice cream, because ice cream, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to let ice cream come out the kitchen if, if, if the taste is not there. Um, with the production team we have, you know, we're, we're real detailed on that. But then, you know, now that you have someone's voice as a musician, as a as an actor, now that you have a voice that someone could listen, um, what you going to say? Right. You know, so I, I'm, that's why I'm heavily into the community. You know, kids come in, I want to see their report cards. I give them a free scoop. You know, stay out of trouble, but not just that, just understand that we all have a purpose out here. You know, and how many times have you seen kids fundraising, they're selling chocolate, and where the money goes, my dog ate it. Uh-huh. I never had a dog in my life, but my dog ate it. Uh-huh. You know, and then uh-huh. now you're losing money then. Uh-huh. People are like, oh, you, you know, the school lost money, you couldn't go on your field trip. You know, I'm, I want to use this as a tool to show kids the one thing they're not teaching in school is entrepreneurism. Uh-huh. So here's just a format of showing you it could be as simple as ice cream, you know. And that's the first thing we say in any business, keep it simple. Uh-huh. So, you know, um, something as simple as ice cream, it starts with vanilla or chocolate. And that's where you really get a kid. That's where their mind frames are at. Even before they get to strawberry, 
It's vanilla or chocolate. And once you can get their thought process on that, it can grow to anything. So that's why I'm really glad that, you know, the four-year-olds that come in that really show love and, you know, come in and they talk their whole life to you. But they open up. How many times does your mother tell you, don't talk to no strangers? Uh-huh. And you're like, that's not a stranger. <laughs> that's Mikey. And we're talking about this and that. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is cool. You know, today I had a kid, you know, come in and say, Mikey, I want to work for you. I said, bro, he's like 11, 12 years old. He goes, well, guess what? I want to bring my friends in here for a party. So how about you price the bill up and I'll work it off? And I was like, wow, look at your mindset. Uh-huh. You're not thinking about just coming and taking or sure. making your mom and pops have to spend that money. You, you're trying to find a way to hard earn that, you know. And so I'm glad that at least the message is there that the kids are understanding it and, you know, at least as people too. And the more and more can get out there, I hope, hopefully, you know, this business's message can get into a lot more communities yeah. out there. You know? What was it like opening a business in your own neighborhood that you grew up with? Was it an, an immediate support, or did you feel like you had to prove yourself? You got to prove yourself every day regardless. Um, but I opened up on a rainy day because I used the rain as an excuse if people wouldn't come in. Aww. And the funny thing was two people walked in on some, like, we just had to stay out the rain. And then it started pouring more, and they were like, well, why don't we just get a scoop of ice cream? We're standing here anyway. And then that's just what little by little trickled down. And, you know, um, I'm just fortunate, even though there's days when no one walks in and maybe two people buy, you know, still, you know, there's people who come by during the winter to support us, just to help keep us open. You know, so the domino effect of, you know, it's real. If no one comes in to purchase, there's no money being made. Right. You know, we're not a big corporation that could take the hit. Um, but at the end of the day, the community is what helps keep us alive. And I appreciate that, you know, for them keeping my lights on and keeping me there. It's a blessing just to see that they can understand me, you know. Well, I think that's dope. The, the world gives back what you give to them. And, you know... One thing I could say from my experience in knowing you for the past couple of years is, you know, you're a good fella. Thank you, too. And, you know, no, I mean that. And I'm not just saying that because you're fucking here. Um, you know, you're a good dude. And, and, you know, that energy you put out always comes back. Um, you know, it's funny. I wanna, we, we're going to close up soon. But, you know, I want to say this. I've sat with you with uh, multiple different things, uh, that meetings that you had, and mm-hmm. people looking to invest in you, and mm-hmm. people looking to take a piece of the company, and you being very weary of that, mm-hmm. you know, and that means a lot. You know, I look at somebody like Tristan Walker, uh, who owns Bevel, and you know, you hear the story of him not selling, um, him not selling out, um, you know, so he stays black owned, so he stays not only black owned, but he stays, you know, fully owned by mm-hmm. himself. Um, you know, how hard is that? You know, I know that some people coming in now, and you know, when you get popping and get rocking, everyone, you know, wants to come in and, you know, put some money down and try to own some of it and try to do this. And mm-hmm. how has that been, you know? Uh, I mean, you know, that's, that's, you know, in the old to future, you hear where you was at. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, we still are on the journey. But, you know, when things get rough, that's when you see less people around you and you start to realize. I guess I got to make a decision here um, and move on with it. So it's like, you know, the bunch we got around us, you know, we're a band of brothers. You know, we wake up every day. We call each other, you know, a bunch of times. But, 
You know, you really see us giving up our lives to each other and sacrificing for a greater tomorrow. So it's like, the, the you know, the group we with, we in it for the long haul, you know. Yeah. We, we going for the chips. And, you know, we, we want a dynasty here. We don't want one-year chips. I want... You want a franchise. Yeah, I want all that. I want, you know, 13 chips, all that, you know. But we just know that today is hard work and, and you know, do this for five years, you know, 10 years consistently, and you can get to where you want to relax and sure. take those vacations, you know. And you're employing, you're employing, you're employing people and, and, and you're also, you know, helping people, you know, pay their bills and, and, and feed their families. And it's dope to see, you know, even like, you know, his team is, is very supportive, very well, like brothers. I mean, who is it? Marcos. Marcos. Nick. Nick. Akeem. Akeem. Yeah. Will, Will. Jackson. Yeah. Um, I mean, know, there's so, so many people. Raised in, uh, you know. Who's the first lady? Well, we, we have a bunch of girls, that females that work with us. Okay. But um, there's only been one that's been with us for the whole turn. Her name is Taj. Yeah. Um, she's there. She sets a great tone. Uh, you know, we have a bunch of females, uh, Lemon, Kiara. Um, and they're hiring, besides some of the people like, you know, like Ock and Nick and them, you're hiring people around the neighborhood? And, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I have kids from the neighborhood, too. Um, started off with a great brother, too. Um, friends, and, you know, we just uh, try to help, you know, while you're with or even without, just try to positively push each yeah. other to be as best as we can be, you know? And that's all that matters. And listen, Internet's... Mikey likes it. Mikey likes it, ice cream. Before we go, we need to go over a couple of uh, flavors in detail. Mm -hmm. So let's go over the, the hottest flavors again, and let's go over what's in them. So you have mint condition, right? Mint condition is that? a fresh mint ice cream uh, with triple chocolate fudge brownies, but not like green dye number five and peppermint extract. You know, it's like real mint cooked properly and, you know, processed right to give you a different taste. Um, Foxy Brown is a great seller. It's a mocha ice cream with the sea salt, caramel, swirl, and Oreos crushed in that. Um, really, our southern hospitality, you cannot find anywhere. That is our gold. Um, and that's a butter pecan ice cream uh, with praline pecans and pecan pie pieces. Our pies come from you know, a family extension as well as a bakery that we work with. And we work with a few bakeries as well. But it, everyone we work with is really family. Um, you know, it's it's become a family extension. What about uh, Pink Floyd? Oh, Pink Floyd is our double strawberry with cheesecake chunks. My God. Do you understand that these fucking things are making me fucking hungry here? And I, let me tell you something. <laughs> Before we do go, I want to thank you. On my birthday, the most recent one, a big one, <laughs> you made me... A flavor. It was called Forget About It. Yes. What, what was in that motherfucker? Um, Tell them. Well, you know, uh, as, as, as you guys know, Pete, Pete uh, being that, you know, he's from the Italian, Pete has, Pete has a great eating background. So he gets the West Indian culture side and he gets the Italian side. That's big eating on both sides of the plate there. Um, so yeah, we couldn't cut it short in, in any way. So I, low east side, we have Veneros. Mm -hmm. You ever come down to Veneros? You know, there's two different types of cheesecakes. There's th th three different cannolis. There's rainbow cookies. There's pignoli cookies. You know, there's everything you could think of up in Veneros. So I ran down 
I'm up in the Rose and spent a couple hundred dollars. And the lady said, what are you doing? This is for your family? I said, no, this is for my friend's ice cream. And she was like, he must be a real good friend because this is crazy. She could, we bought everything that they had, basically, and chopped it up, baba rums, and put yeah. them into a double almond ice cream, like marzipan. And, you know, we created our own almond paste. And, um, you know, for us... Like I said, it comes from here, you know, we, we do this from the heart. And mm -hmm. the, the money, is, it's not about the money that we spend. We don't cut any corners on taste. But to see him enjoy it, uh, to see his wife enjoy it, you know, and his his peers that were out celebrating him to say, this is Pete right people here. People loving it, man. People yeah. loving it. You know, people from all over loving it. We had people in, from Boston there and Jersey and New York. Ralph McDaniels yeah, was Uncle loving Ralph. it. Um, April Uncle Walker was Ralph. loving yes, it. April I mean, there were awesome. so many people who loved it. But honestly, I mean, I thanked you before, but I want to thank you again for making me that special flavor. And even though of any accolades that I have received throughout my life and the blessings and the people that show me love, and I'm so thankful for it, and I really do appreciate it, it's funny that when I was in your store one day and someone was like, you got to forget about it? And I was like, <laughs> and you just point to me. I was like, holy shit, motherfuckers are asking for that ice cream. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Uh, fuck, maybe through... So definitely through sneakers. Sneakers, but uh, yeah, sneakers. This, and then I think maybe it could have been A. King brought me there, maybe. Yeah. But, but also this this man right here, you know, this the shop that he had as growing up as a kid, Going through Broadway, you leave your house, you know where you was going. You was walking down Broadway, you was going to hit Atrium one time. And Edge wasn't hitting Atrium back in the day, so, you know, he was hitting Atrium, he was hitting uh, VIM, he was hitting Trans, he was definitely hitting Trans, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and then he was hitting Flight Club. Uh, but, 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 you know, the, the, the premium laser shop that was out down there was, was like off Lafayette, right there with the Trisane. And... When you went in there, you knew you was getting knowledge. Um, pause on everything. No, I don't think. No, 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 I don't it's, think. Cool, it's cool. It's cool. I, I, I understand. You good? You a grown man? And you I got know, ice I know. Cream. I know. No, 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 I know. I actually want to test. I, but, but I just wanted to, to make sure. Cause I, cause I, I know what it is. I, don't get it you know, twisted. I will pause your fucking I know, ass. I know. But that's, that wasn't that's a pause. Why I just want to make sure you know I'm, I'm protecting myself. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a. Uh, used to leave the house and, and run by these stores and support. And, and know what you were getting, even if it was a different price, whatever, but you you, you, you love spending your money there. And you didn't mind spending your money there. Um, so, you know, go, going down to his place a lot, I'd see things, and it really inspired me to be like, okay, this is what the grind is, you know, properly. Right. Um, and then seeing, you know, what, where and how things move you, you know, he's a living testament of the game. You know, and when you look at a lot of others, you know, there's, there's the mayor, Clark Kent, Dallas, um, you know, combat. Um, there's a lot of people, Bun, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, it becomes a community. And when you see these guys moving, you see the brotherhood and, you know, they're together. They might not see each other for months, but when they meet up, it's like a family reunion going on. And, you know, I see it and it's like, wow, this needs to be recreated. You know, and the ice cream movement, I hope people understand it's just another reinterpretation, another reincarnation of that community aspect. And there's a lot of things that we all do, you know, whether, I mean, you know, now there's hookah bars in every neighborhood. So, you know, people have different mediums to get in touch with people. I just hope that people see, you know, the ice cream parlor as one. 
you know, look at references, there's, you know, Big Worm, there's Bumpy Johnson, mm -hmm. the movie, you know, so our culture has had these influences, but, you know, it, it's become like the coffee shop year in and year out, you kind of don't stay there, you know, but if I was a bigger shop, I'd hope to be like the Max and Saved by the Bell. When you're a big you know, shop, you there will. There you go. There'll be more, hopefully, and, and you know, we sit on working on a whole and, bunch and, of and, things. And that's what's next. And, you know, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of things in store. You don't want to, um, you know, release them all. But, you know, it was great having you here, chop it up with us, sit with us. Like okay. I said, I've been meaning for a while to have you here because I really want people to be inspired by not only your story, but just your attitude and just the way Thank you, you. Your, your outlook on shit. And uh, like I said, as a friend... You know, um, you know, on a business side, let me say that before, friend. On a business side, we got a lot of dope things coming. Yes, sir. Me and you, and uh, I'm excited to, uh, you know, work alongside with you and, and 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 push this brand even further. But on a on a friendship side, I'm 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 extremely proud of you. You know, from being somebody who fucked up when they were young and got a second chance at life. Um, I try to give back more, even so much sometimes where I give so much more of myself that I don't even give to myself, but it makes me happy to make other people happy, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But, you know, like I always tell, if, you, if you're a good person, at least one day out of a week, be an asshole. You, you know, at least one day out of a week. But you know what, Miss Lissa, let's go right into, uh, as we keep Mikey here and we close out the show, let's go, go into our I Don't Trust People uh, segment. Sure, let, take the, a break? let Mikey know what it is. You want to take a break? Listen, like, internet, on, we're I sitting listen. here with Mikey likes listen. He listens, he knows. Think I listen, I know what he, it is. Mikey Mikey knows. Matter of fact, I don't trust people who wear Adidas pants and Jordans? Yes, he at the same time. I yes. want to kiss your hand. Yes, we, we we listen. We we have spoke about that so many times on the show and internets. We still don't trust you. Okay, <laughs> we still we still don't trust you. But are we taking a break or we're going right into the segment? Want to take a break? Quick you know break. what? Internets, let's take a break. Uh, you know, get yourself some ice cream. Uh, go to Mikey <laughs> likes That's ice cream. I'm about to get. And if you don't, then try to make your own fucking ice cream. You know, be inspired. Don't try to make your own ice cream. This is the problem. I don't trust people who don't stay in their lanes. So don't <laughs> no, try no, no, to make... No, 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 no. You're not going to freeze your nest quick and put some chopped up ice in it. And now you throwing strawberry top talking about this is the strawberry shortcake supreme. No. You leave it to Mikey, okay? And when we come back... I like this. Yes, like this. you leave it to him. When like we come this. back, we have more with Mikey Likes It. It's the Premium Pete Show featuring... Yours truly, Miss Lissa Knows. Cheer. Be right back. Hey, Paisoni. Oh, easy, easy. Don't let me put my pie in your eye. <laughs> Follow this guy, Premium Pete, featuring America's favorite nobody, Miss Lissa Knows, all up in your ear holes. When are we going to do a live show at a pizzeria? Once you let us come inside. Well, calzones, zeppelis. I love calzones. I'm sure you do. Do you like a sausage? Don't be trying to hand off your sausage. Everyone knows that that belongs to Low Key Nat. And you make sure you tune in to the Premium Pete Show featuring Miss Lisa Knows every week. Thursday is the day. It drops every Thursday in your ear holes. Just like your mama's draws. Cheer. Okay, Internets, we're back with our... Listen, one of my favorite segments, okay? I love every segment that we have. This fucking show is really becoming... Uh, I don't know, I just feel like it's starting... Ooh, it's starting he said coming... Okay, pause. You fuck. <laughs> no, it's really. I'm really starting to get our groove, and I really like. You know, I like what we're doing here. And uh, I don't trust people is a great segment. Um, internet's you already know. You want to get involved? Hashtag on hashtag on Twitter. I don't trust people. It's I don't trust PPL. 
Um, you know, add us, let us know who you don't trust or what you don't trust or whatever it is you don't trust. But, you know, there's a lot of things not to trust. So make sure you uh, get involved and then we'll read your shit on a future show. Um, Miss Lisa, what do we got? So our first one comes from Rich89 Watkins. So his actual Twitter name is at RCH89. Oh, I know that motherfucker. Okay, so one one of Pete's homeboys. His is, I don't trust people who are single but give relationship advice. Wait, 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 wait. I don't agree with that motherfucker. Hold up, RCH89. Okay, Um, this is just my opinion. I remember when I got divorced, I remember me trying to talk to one of my friends. And he was like, yo, how am I going to take advice from you? you? You got divorced. And I was like, that's why you should take advice from me, because I could explain to you the ups and downs of the relationship. Right. I mean, honestly, if you're looking for somebody who's been married 50 years to be your example, that motherfucker got so much dirt underneath his fucking nails <laughs> that he can't even clean them with a fucking cuticle cleaner. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm on the fence with this one because I kind of agree a little bit. Like, it depends. So you were a divorcee, so that's different because you were in a committed situation and you know the trials and tribulations of going from dating to being engaged and to being married to being divorced. Now, someone who's just single, they just running around thotting and bopping. You can't tell me what it takes to be in a long relationship or to have something that is lasting even if it doesn't last. Unless you've done that, so I I'm kind of I'm kind of with this person. That's like that's like you can't cook, but you telling me that my chicken needs extra this and more of that. Like you gotta chill. You a diabetic, but you trying to help Mikey make the ice cream. Go sit down. We use sugar, okay? Well, I I mean I, unless you can sugar. I thing. agree some with you, but I also think that just because somebody hasn't been involved in something so fully doesn't mean they can't give you some advice on it. And you may say, how, if they haven't had any experience? You'd be surprised what someone could teach you or you could learn from somebody. Would you get a haircut from an aspiring barber? Or Hell, you... motherfucking Okay, no. so why oh, would no, I no, take no. a relationship advice from an inspire, aspiring relationship E? All right, so maybe he's got a point. Yeah. Shout out to RCH. See, look at you dropping gems. <laughs> What's next? So, I don't trust people that have never been outside of their backyards but always have an opinion about worldly things. This comes from Elijah999. I don't trust people whose who's Twitter handles end in 999 because I know what you meant to put, and the devil is a lie. Really? I don't like that. Why I got to be 999? Like, 999? Well, well, I would say this. Um, you know, one thing I do think is that people need to get off their own block. You know, uh, people... What, what, what did he say again? Worldly what? I don't trust people that never been outside their backyards but always have an opinion about worldly things. So you've never gone anywhere, but you're talking. You you dropping gems, but, like, <laughs> you're, you're a cubic zirconium. Yo, this world is kind of a little fucked up, to be honest with you, because I think people think, like, they got to be so true to their hood or true to their neighborhood. Nah, motherfucker, if you get a chance to go to Paris, get the fuck out of yeah. your neighborhood and learn something. Like, I wish I would have done that when I was younger, man. Like, so many people... Well, you know, they think like they want to make it, but they want to stay real and stay in their hood. The idea is get the fuck up out of where you're living and be better and be greater and, you know, get yourself, you know, if you're in an apartment building, you know, then get yourself to a fucking backyard with a pool in it. But, you know, I mean, I agree with that. What's What next? about you, Mikey? What do you think? Because are you well-traveled at, at, at this point? No, I mean, no, I've been to a few places, but uh, you are correct. I mean, it's about, uh, you know, it's not... It ain't where you're from, it's where you're at, I guess, you know. You got to get out there and see the world and see the experiences because if you just see what you see every day, then 
you really can't have an open mind or right. you know the things. So you definitely unless you live in Mikey's neighborhood because he that's the great thing about you opening your mm -hmm. establishment in your own neighborhood people can see that life is not only bigger than what you see outside your backyard but you can come back and inspire those around you to do great things as well i love you for that black man this last one it comes from 93 maja so you hindu i don't trust people without a profile picture I, I agree with that. I, I agree I'm with, him. with that. I don't trust anybody that wants to talk some shit to me or even say anything to me. And I look and he's got a fucking egg as a fucking uh, Avi or just some blank fucking, you know, uh, stencil black and white picture. Like, I, 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 like if I can't see and, and you know what, even if it's not you, it don't have to be you. It could be a Skittle, a noun leader, a taut and tiny. It could be whatever. But it has to be at least something. And especially if you're talking shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking shit, I want to see what you look like. I want to see your mother, well, your cousin, I've, I, okay, somebody. So I, am a, I am a professional creeper. So I made a fake profile for a girl, right? So I just found this really pretty girl, and I took some of her pictures, and I made another profile, like a changed name, used some of her what pictures. What is that called? Creeping. Catfishing. But I wasn't looking for dates. I was just cursing. This is when I was having baby daddy trouble. I don't trouble. trust you. I don't trust don't, you. I'm, 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 I don't trust you, Miss I'm a, I mean, this is how I became Miss Lissa Knows. Like, I'm a professional snooper. So I made this account just so I could look at his things and like certain things. And the crazy thing was as soon as I made the account, he requested me. And I felt like that was the Lord opening up the nosy gates and saying, do your thing, girl. And one day, he and I had an argument. <laughs> and he was on Facebook just going in about his baby mother and this other girl was like well how do we know you're not a piece of shit mm. and then him and her got into an argument and she just started just dropping things that were just too close for comfort and he called me like bitch are you Lakeisha Jenkins like what is <laughs> and I was like I don't know what you're talking about but yeah Brandon I finally admitted it it was me I cursed you out and, and said some mean things, but it's now crazy. we're in a good place. So I don't trust people without a, a profile picture either. You go find some pictures. Make one. Man, that was a great I don't trust people. Make what one. else? We got anything else? Do you have one, Peter? I think I do have one. Didn't I give you one? I didn't see one. How dare you? I, I thought you was just going to drop one for the kids. Well, I mean, <laughs> I got so many, but I think I gave you one. Oh, okay, I know what I gave you. I don't trust people who eat their fucking pizza with a fork and knife. Okay? And at the same time, I do a double one. And I don't eat their fucking pizza crust. Let me explain something to you. Especially if you come to New York, okay? You fucking people from out of town, you tourist fucks, okay? You want to go to Dollar Slice and things are hard, okay, I'm not judging you. But if you got it, don't fucking be, go there. And second of all, make sure your pizza folds like a fucking baseball glove. That's first of all. Second of all, you don't eat your fucking pizza with a fucking fork and knife, Okay? You know, I, I mean, those are for people that want to get the finger in their cool well. Yeah, it's a you know what I mean? food. Yeah. You know, if you're going to eat oh, your fucking pizza, crazy. you eat it nice, okay? And you enjoy it. And if you want to know, if you're from out of town, you want to know what spots to hit up, or you know what? If you want me to take you around, then you fucking hit me up. And you don't, if you have an Avi on your fucking social media, maybe I'll fucking answer you back. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing. Finish your crust. Don't, mm. you know, how dare you disrespect pizza like that? Not, 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 not take the crust. That's like going down on a girl and then leaving. And she's like, oh, well, you want to fuck? And you're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean you're fucking good? You got to fucking finish that crust, okay? And you got to be respectful. You got to finish that. That is the, that's the gem for life. You, you got, use that for, yeah. you got to eat Put this. Put some respect. You got to eat this, On okay? your fucking pizza, internet. You got to eat this. Put some fucking this. respect, Okay. <laughs> 
I will say that. Put some respect. Put some respect on it and in it, and you gotta eat this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't trust you. You ain't gonna just not leave. You gonna not gonna leave this crust. Internet, get involved in this I don't trust people segment. We'll read your I don't trust people uh, tweets on fucking air. Remember what I said? I don't trust people. It's I don't trust PPL and get involved. Tell us what you don't trust or who you don't trust, etc. And like I said, if your shit ain't fucking, if you got like a valid I don't trust, we're going to put you on the motherfucking premium Pete show. Mm. Cheer. Cheer. Hey, listen, Mikey, I got a segment that we have here called Phone a Friend. And it's where we phone up, you know, and we call somebody like a friend of ours. Okay? People we fuck with. And I think this person has definitely appreciated what you have done. Um, He's insightful. And he's also a friend of mine. So, Miss Lissa, who are we getting on the phone? Let's call the king of the th- trill. Oh, the trill OG. Mr. Bunby. Poppin'. Cheer. Dial a number. Yep. Hello? Mr. Bun, I'm sitting here. We're finishing up the episode. We got Miss Lissa Knows, my co-host. Say hello to Miss Lissa Knows. You never met her yet. Hello. Hi. So, Mike, so, you know, we're sitting here talking about your, your you know, the rise into Mikey Likes It. You being a local kid from New York City, Lower East Side, running around town, you know, getting into a couple of things, getting in trouble, getting locked, and coming home and really just reflecting and catching your aunt's recipe and then turning it into something even more and open up Mikey Likes It ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was telling you before, through sneakers, I met some amazing and great people. And, I, and, and, and it took me all over the world. And took me and created relationships that I couldn't believe of. And then with you, it's like ice cream has made that. So, you know, I know somebody that, uh, you know, that I have on the line that definitely appreciates what you do and is definitely not only a fellow foodie, but somebody who appreciates what you're doing. So say hello to Bun. He's on the line. How you doing, my brother Bun? How you doing, bro? Hey, what's going on, Mike? T, how you doing? All right. What's up, Bun? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. I'm still recovering. You're recovering from gumball, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a rough one this year. Yeah, he broke. Uh, you broke your what thumb? Broke, you know what? Well, broke my my pinky and my ring finger, and my knuckle on my ring finger. Oh man, Damn. that's the, the that don't even sound too good. Yeah, that was before the race even started. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 don't even want to get into what happened during the race. That was a little, you know. Besides that, you know, my car blew up on day one. Well, I lost, let me put it like this. I broke two fingers, lost five team members, and one car blew up, and that was all before lunch on day one. Yeah, it sounds crazy. So for those of you listening now that don't know, Gumball 3000 is a is a rally uh, that's been going on for how long? 15 years? 16 uh, years? This year was the 18th year. 18, god damn. Wow. 18 years, you know, it's, uh, to me, it's some of the amazing, you know, I've been, uh, privilege to be you know be around a lot of the opening parties and you know, some of the closing parties and you know th- there's so many different people from walks of life you know i it's funny i told this story a while ago i'll tell it quickly again um i remember being with bun and 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 you know we met like the bun away like, hey that's the guy who owns members only and i'm like oh shit what's up and then like you know then he'll be like hey you see this guy coming over now um he doesn't have a thumb he lost it playing poker in russia you know, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he'll come over and missing one thumb. And then you'll see somebody who, you know, 
has like made a pill for like back pain, you know, or a brain pill. <laughs> it's worth three hundred million. You know what I mean? It's so so many different people. You got artists, rappers, DJs. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's a, it's a crazy rally for those people who don't know. Check it out. It's Gumball Three Thousand dot com, and check out even on YouTube some of the stuff that they do. But Bun has uh, been around doing his uh, thing on there, man, and it, it, it's great to see, man. You know just how far it's come, be you know. No, it's a you know it's a it's a lot different than when I started. A lot of it's the same, but it's progressed so much. You know, um, it was when I started seven years ago. It you know it had already been through a lot of different inceptions. Um, the early years were a lot more wilder, a lot more pirate style. You know, kind of bandit style. Um, they also had like the MCB series <clears throat> where like the Jack guys. Jackass guys did it before, so it's went through a couple of different looks. But now, with the level of access that Max Maximilian Cooper, that's the founder and creator of Gumball, that he's been able to achieve, and like the partnerships that he has with different countries and things now, it's, it's been insane, insane, like to see the routes that we get to go and the things we get to do. Like we drove into an amusement park this year, like drove into the amusement park, like um, I parked in front of the food court, you know, like. <laughs> Like when we went back to get the cars the next morning, it was open. Just like imagine, like going to Coney Island and your cars parked on the pier and driving through the people to get out and get back on the highway and just start driving. Like crazy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm I'm over here talking about how much, you know, sneakers brought me around the world and inspired. And I know for you also, but you know, we talk about Mikey with ice cream. Then I say, man, look how far hip hop has taken you. You know, and what you have elevated. You know, from it, it's crazy. I always tell you, like how, like how many things that Bun does. Like you didn't just sit there and say, "I'm just gonna be a rapper, and that's all I'm ever gonna be." You know, I I I love seeing. You know, I mean, you you heard this before, but uh, you know, it's just inspiring, man. It's inspiring that you know you get into Rice University and become a professor. It's inspiring that mean you you know get into the food culinary uh, business, how we do and how we feel about it. You know, um, also get into, you know, just doing so many things besides being an artist, you know? Well, you know, it's funny you say this because we have this joke that we tell on the rally where when a guy's like doing better than he was, like, you know, I heard you open up a new um, office in China. Oh, man, you changed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a joke, you know, but it's a joke. Like, oh, man, you, you never used to work that hard. What's wrong with what happened to you? You know, but it's really like, it's, it's a joke, but it's it's a compliment. It's like, you know, you're changing for the better. And that's kind of what happened, Pete. We weren't afraid to change. We both, and I think Mikey can can agree with this as well, we come from environments where, you know, you weren't allowed to be different. You, you, it wasn't smart to stand out. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it was, it was very, it was much easier and much safer to just kind of blend in with the crowd and go with the flow, you know? And at some point, we just refused to be that. You know, we refused to, to have that kind of locked down and limited view of the world. You know, I know I did things when I was younger that I was regretted when I got a second chance. I just threw everything at the wall. It's just all what stuff. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and life has been different because of that. And I think having no second chances and being given, you know, reappreciation re of what's in front of you and what's accessible to you and what's what you've been given. So many people concentrate on what they don't have instead of concentrating on what they do have. And when you start looking at the world like that, mm. you know, the perspective changes. And then, you know, when you get kids, and like for me, we have grandkids now, you look at these, you know, little people that you're responsible for. And then mm. that shapes your perspective of the world as well. And then 
It makes you want to take more chances and do more things because you want them to grow up in a world where they're not afraid to take chances mm-hmm. at 20, at 30, at 40. Go out and find new things about life and not be afraid of change, you know, because change is usually good. Yeah, and it's 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 always good when you challenge yourself. It's just that sometimes, I think us as people, sometimes you don't want to do that. But when you do do that, that shit feels so good. Pause. But I will say this, you know, sitting here with Mikey, man, it's been, you know, I know that when the internet's listening to this, they're going to be very inspired about just like, you know, seeing somebody in a different, etching their own lane out, you know? Like, think about how many people, like, I, I said this earlier in the episode, and I'll say it again, you know, it's like, not only is he inspiring for, you know, doing something different, but, you know, he's inspiring to me because, you know, I mean, how many black men do you know are selling ice cream, you know, and, and really making a difference? And, 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 you know, like, he's got kids in Low East Side that they come in, they want to be ice cream men now, you know? There's one thing, there's one thing that jump into a space and call out your niche, you know, that's one thing to be commended for. But it's another thing to, like, almost create your space. Because what Mikey's doing isn't really being done by anybody. If you really look at it, it's got nothing to do with Mikey being a black man. It's about Mikey's personability, right? It's, it, people don't do, you don't do ice cream from a grassroots perspective, right? It's just simply not worth the investment. And Mikey is challenging that whole notion. We see that with, with, with food carts and food trucks all the time now. People are converting to brick and mortars from carts and from food trucks now. If you have a product that people want, eventually the people will come and find you. God forbid you find a good place with decent walk-up. You're going to be a problem out there. You're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I come to New York now, and I see the, the cupcake spots all over New York now, um, the mini cupcakes. Yeah, by Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, yeah, Big by Melissa. That's yeah. everywhere. Now, I remember when that was like one spot in Times Square area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a it's a progression. about... We talk about the burger bus all the time. You know, you can look at the, the lobster truck dudes that made it on the, the shark tank, you know? Crazy. You, you are no longer restrained by by money or size or anything like that. If you can get the, you know, and music industry is a perfect example of, of something like that. People are going platinum and multi-platinum and having tours without having to be on major radio, without having to have videos or any of that. You can get just product to the people, and it's a good product, and you're genuine about how you present yourself in a product. Things will happen. You know what I'm saying? I think Mike is a great example of that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Now let me. Now we spoke about this before, but it's going to happen soon. And like I said, as we're ending this episode, I wanted to have you on the tail end. First of all, so you know, I, I wanted you to be the inaugural pause, pause guest. On yeah, that's good, good pause, good pause. I wanted you to be, I wanted you to be the inaugural guest, but you know, our schedules got tied up, and and anybody who knows knows that obviously you're gonna be on the show, and we're gonna be kicking it. So hopefully, when you come uh, back into New York, then we'll uh, sit down and really chop it up more, me and you. But uh, I know Mikey spoke about making a flavor for you, and we should be down there soon. Mike, I want you to tell him a little bit about the flavor that you want to think about making him. Oh, uh, ice cream. Oh. First thing we got to do is call that Wendell. We got to call Wendell Cooper up. You know, we got to bring them into the mix. And uh, we're going to have to create like a cinnamon, caramel, cinnamon, sticky bun situation to start with. Mm. You know, and then we're going to. Uh, I almost want to pause the sticky bun. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he means. You know, and uh, that's going to be. The actual waffle, because, you know, we, we do waffles, so we're going to convert that into a waffle. And then 
we're going to have to create now the all the buns into ice cream. So you have the sweet cream base of ice cream, which is your medium, and that's like your blank canvas. And in that, you're going to put cinnamon rolls and you know all the rolls that are out there, the pecan rolls and the sticky buns. All of those get chopped up and put into there, and that's that's the bun B. Right there for you. That's a bun B flavor in the Do making. Do we have to wait for him to come? Cause you should just make it now. And, and then, now like, we'll I don't have any. Get him to I don't come have in. any of those elements singularly or collectively, and that's why I don't want to hear those kind of things. I don't even have a honey bun or anything over here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my co-host Miss Listen knows she's trying to make him make it so she could taste it and uh, enjoy it beforehand. She's being thirsty for the ice cream. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that it's gonna be appropriate for Mr. Bun B. Like you need somebody, you know, Mikey may like it, but we gotta make sure Bun's gonna be good. So I'm just coming in as the taste tester. The focus group, whatever focus yeah, group. I'm the whole focus group. I'm focused, man. <laughs> Tell Mikey to holler at me, man. Yeah, we we yeah, we. <laughs> yo, bunch, yo, picture, picture, yo. I don't even want to say picture me as a girl because that's a fucking crazy pause. But yeah, no. it's over, it's over, it's over. But Miss Lissa is definitely. Nobody should picture bring me a picture as a girl. No, no, they shouldn't. I think you would be a cutie. No, what are you talking about? As a girl? Nah. You got these soft features. Look at these cheekbones. Shave your beard off and get back to the rape face. Nah. And we're going to get you a wig. I'm going to make it. And then we're going to see. Nah, nah, nah. Sean Price told me, um, I'll never forget, like, six years ago, uh, we were in the Highland Ballroom. And um, I took a, you know, we, we took a flick. He's like, yo, let's flick it up. It was me, him, and Dallas Penn, and I think I, my man Crash. And um, the next day, he called me up. He's like, yo, why the fuck did I take a picture with you when you have a rape face on? And I was like, rape face? He's like, yeah, you got no beard. He's like, you got to be part of this bad game. Oh, you explaining why I said rape face? I thank you for doing that. Thank yeah, you. no, so, so, so Sean Price, man, rest in peace. But, uh, yes, sir. you know, I, I, never, I never shaved again. You know, I always kept mm-hmm. the beard since uh, P checked me like that. He said, yo, <laughs> we don't do those. So I said, okay, P, I get it, you know. And I think that his, his ice cream, the Bun B, shouldn't come in like a small size because he's from Texas and everything's bigger. Big so it's just yeah. one size, extra, extra large. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be you, good. She, has, has she been to Mikey's ice cream before, Pete? Uh, no, she she hasn't been to Mikey's. She hasn't been to Mikey's. She's talking about make the portion bigger than Mikey's ice cream. You obviously haven't been to Mikey's No, I haven't. He bought us like, some, some so taste. Much, Mikey gave people so much. I don't, And I thought it was just me because I was in there. And then somebody came in behind me and ordered something. And it was still just like the portions of Mikey's are already crazy. Yo, yo, when I brought Bun to Mikey's store, <laughs> yo, Mikey was so, uh, you know, thankful and honored for B to stop by. Yo, he made him like this, like quadruple decker waffle <laughs> with like six ice creams on one side, six on the other. Yo, Bun got this shit. He was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yo. But you can order this. That's the crazy thing, though. It wasn't something that you. Like, yeah, most definitely. I had. I had I had two halves of like two of the craziest things you could have there. So it was basically like the regular, I had like the regular cone waffle with two crazy ice, with a scoop of one crazy ice cream and a scoop of another crazy ice cream. Then I had the red velvet waffle with a scoop of crazy something with another scoop of crazy something. So it was like six different flavors going on on the plate at one time. But it wasn't like, like basically you could get that much ice cream. You can buy that much. That's on the menu. Like buying that much ice cream. Oh, I'm coming. It's insane. 
Yeah, I tried to get Mikey Likens, but he was closed that day. Like, he was just pulling the gate down. Like, no, I got a big order to make. Like, you got to stay strong. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> well, we'll get you back there. I'm we'll, here now. We'll that, get you. That's rare because normally the story is Mikey opening up. No, he had a you big, a big, big order. Like, he had to, like, get the, 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 the ice and he had things to do, like the hot ice. And he was going to make it by hand and had to be <laughs> held in somebody's lap to go on the plane. Like, it was special, <laughs> this order. <laughs> God bless the mom and pop stores. Yeah. Trying to be everything for everybody. I love him for that, too. Trying to to grow as a company while still serving their community. Do you have a favorite ice cream? Mr. Bun B? Um, Rocky Road. Mm. Throw mm. a little rock on it. There you go. Get some, yeah. get get some rock in it. Bun. Uh, before we end uh, the episode, what, what what do you got? Go. Are you still crazy. are you still moving with Vice? It's like what, what, what do you got going on besides? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, yeah. I was supposed to be. I was supposed to cover the NRA this weekend, but I canceled it because it was my niece's graduation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always say presents over presents. Most definitely. And uh, I have two nieces graduating this year. One graduated this weekend, and one whose graduation I had to go to because of the NRA, and then my other niece graduates this coming weekend, and I, I didn't want to be at one's graduation and not be at the other, oh, especially that's nice. because the one who graduated this prior weekend Still. lives out of town. So the rest of my family lives in Houston, but that particular niece lives out of town. And so, you know, because of the distance, it, you know, you, you can seem like you're not as involved with, with one set of nieces and nephews as you are with the others and that's simply just a case of proximity so I felt it was extremely important that I physically be there for that yeah, and it means a lot. It means a lot. Now, for for people who've been checking or have seen Bunners doing a lot of political coverage for Vice, done some great videos with them, done some great pen work, like you know, uh, write writing stories uh, on Vice. Um, if if you haven't uh, or don't know of that, definitely go check it. And and you'll be back with them soon, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're gearing up for the um, the Republican convention. So it's going to be the uh, Trump party in Cleveland. Oh my God. So, so you gonna be you you gonna be having like all the ammunition, right? Hundred hundred guns, hundred clips. What it, what it is? You gonna have no, it? No, no, no. no I'm, I'm, you might need I'm, it because if you need me to come snatch Trump's wig off, you let Pete know to let me know. <laughs> I'll come just brother, snatch that toupee brother, and step brother, on it. My brother Tim C used to always say, "I don't need a bodyguard. All I need is bodyguard." Mm. Look mm. at you. Mm. May he rest in peace. And on that note, um... is your son good? Because your son got affected by the, the Houston flooding. He's trying to go to work. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, did he keep his job? Yeah. It's good? Yeah, yeah. Right. How'd you know that? What's my name? How'd you know that? What's she my creeping. name? What? She be creeping. No. <laughs> Miss Lissa knows. He's, he's got two kids. He don't, need, he don't need another kid. Not yet, not yet, not yet. You know I'm, you know I'm fertile. Okay, well, you stay away from me. All right. Um, <laughs> B, any uh, last words for Mr. Mikey? No, man, just continue on your path. You know, you, you know, you're, you've been handling everything pretty good so far. Um, you, you know, trust your, your better judgment. You know, at this point, you have to make decisions based on how you feel about these things. And, you know, because you're the person that has to sleep at night. I mean, this this is not just a business. The company's called Mikey's Ice Cream. That's your name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to hold it as, as close to you as possible. But, you know, again, don't be scared of growth. You, you've been smart about the decisions you made so far. I don't see why you won't be smart in your future decisions. And I just wish you wish you much success. I can already see it. I, you know, I think everybody 
can can see where this will eventually be. You know, it just takes a little bit of time because of how you do it. And I think that's a good thing because everything shouldn't be an overnight success. You, you should take time to learn and appreciate and value and be able to focus and then refocus and reevaluate. And I think I think you're going to be exactly where you need to be at all times. Thank you. Thank you. Are you a Scorpio, Mr. Bunby? <laughs> no, Pisces. Okay. They good on time, and you see how he's like, don't worry, everything in due time. Bun, she's into uh, this astrology. Everybody, she breaks everybody down. She's going to be at fucking, she's going to be like at every boardwalk in every area fucking reading tarot cards for fucking five bucks. Call me now for a free reading. Yeah, she's Miss crazy. Lisa. But Bun, listen, my brother, thank you for uh, thank you for joining us. It's been, I, I, I mean, I was like, damn, man, we got we can't go like a dozen episodes without having you on, but we only on, this is episode no. eight, so, you know. And eight's my favorite number. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, no, we'll we'll get on a much much better schedule for my guest appearances on here, and then you know, with me in Hawaii, might start our thing. Definitely want to have you on, on off of that as well. Yeah, most definitely. And when you come into, I mean, you know, next time you're in town, um, you know, I want you to come in, sit down, and we, you know, we get a, a a better talk, you know. But anyway, as you always know, love you, uh, appreciate you, and uh, you know. Aww. What you saying, ah, for Miss Lisa? You, you love stop? him. No, this is my brother. Yeah, this is my brother. Yeah. That's sweet. This is my brother. Yeah, most definitely. It's real. I don't know about sweet. No, it can't be sweet. We got Mikey likes it in it. No, 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 no. Mikey likes it is it's not sweet. in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Bun, thanks love, for. Yeah. Love Mikey too, man. You guys have a great day. Congrats on the podcast, man. Thank, thank you, my brother. I'll speak to you soon. Cheer. That's awesome. There we go. Listen, bun, uh, bun, bun calling, you know, uh, to, to speak to you, to give you some words of wisdom. Uh, man, people love you, Mike. And uh, I'm so glad that we were able to do this episode and really just let people who may not know uh, to just be inspired. Be inspired to do whatever you want, man. So, you know, I thank you for stopping by the Premium Peach Show. Miss Lissa, um, any last words for Mike? I think you should do like a stripper Sunday. What the fuck? Yeah, like an ice cream sundae, but the strip, the stripper. So it has banana splits, nuts, you know, something green. You know, let's work on that. You're crazy. Anyway, listen, internet. I second that notion. Okay, okay. Look at my. I have to keep it. Make some. I have to keep it professional. You ever, so. you ever get any, uh, any, um, you know, any, uh, any trim from ice cream? You ever get anybody to try to, <laughs> you know, maybe didn't have no money, you know, and and they're like, yo. I'll give you this box if you give me that cup. No? Um, okay, forget about it. I'm, I'm, we have to stay no, let me professional. No, we stay professional. We stay professional all the time. Yes. Okay. Anyway, internets. Again, Mike, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank Miss you Lissa. For the opportunity. Thank you. This was, was so a great, great. episode. This was we a great episode. We at the same time. We're really starting to have great synergy. Oh, shut up. Um, Mikey likes it ice cream.com. Mikey likes it uh, ice cream on Instagram. Uh, go visit him. Tell him the Premium Pete Show sent you. And internets, we will see you next episode um, right in your motherfucking ear holes. And now we putting that cream in it in this episode. We, mm. and, and you know, as, as we end this, I want to say this is what I'm going to name the episode um, is your hashtag, Mr. Mikey. Uh, leaders of the new scoop. Thank you. Oh, that's cute. Internet. I thought it was gonna be called creamy, creamy with nah, Mikey. Nah, nah. Internet. See you next episode. <laughs> Cheer. Ow. Peace.